So we got episode episode 498. We got the full crew today. We got a lot to cover. Yesterday's uh, stock market. Tyler, if you can show it real quick what happened here. We got to talk about this. This is Wall Street Journal. Dow falls more than 600 points as crypto sell-off and midterm results loom. The reason for a lot of this market being down 630 yesterday's uncertainty uh, it doesn't look like a lot of people are happy with the results. They thought it was going to be a red wave. It wasn't. The day after, we find out how do people react to the market. By the way, in the morning yesterday, if you think about it, Wednesday, stock market was up. Dow was up 300. Ends up down 630. This FTX situation from $32 billion to $16 billion, Guy loses 94% of his wealth, and they may not even be able to finance the entire thing. They may go to zero. Crypto took a hit. Bitcoin's down 3000 yesterday. Not a good day. We've got a lot of things to cover. We got Ricky in the house. We got Tom Ellsworth in the house. Hello, hello. We got Vinny, Vinny Ojana in the house, Mr. Syrian Vinny. And we got our friend here, uh, Adam Sosnick. Do you have a middle name or no? Curious. Yeah. Well, what is your middle name? I'm not going to bring it out there. There's people on, out there. Next on. thing you know, I'm going to no, be. Isn't, uh, it, is, isn't it like a, one of those Stacy, like Adam Stacy uh, uh, Sosnick? It's Bet. It's Bet. Adam, Adam Bet Sosnick. Yeah. That's what happens when you spend too much time yeah, with Bet David. Exactly. You become ben, a Bet. Yeah. Ben, Ben. And then Dave Jewish. Rubin is on his way. We got a lot of yeah. topics. Right. Dave's going to be here in any minute. Sounds good. If you're listening, Dave, we're starting. We'll see you shortly. Drive safe. A lot of layoffs, not just the one from Zuck, 11,000. Tom's got an update for us for a bunch of different things that's going on with Redfin, mortgage, real estate. Uh, some news today about Amazon, which very interesting how much of a valuation Amazon lost. Did you see the number? They lost nearly a trillion dollars of valuation. Wow. Amazon lost. $870, of valuation they lost. $1.5 trillion of equity has been lost in America since May, last five months. We'll cover that. Uh, Elon Musk, <laughs> we talked about this two years. A year and a half ago. Twitter did a tweet. I don't know if you guys remember this or not. People can permanently at Twitter work from home. Elon Musk said, nope, no more days. You got to come home. You got to work. You got to come to the office. You got to work from office. And obviously, that's how it's always been. But Elon's bringing it back. Excited to talk about that topic there. Adidas is saying they're going to make Yeezys with or without Kanye. We're going to see wow. if that's going to do well or not. Kanye is right now shopping to see if someone's going to do anything. You ready, folks? Do you know how much money was spent at midterms? Do you know the number? 16 Point seven billion dollars was spent on this midterm, the biggest ever in the history of elections. And we got a bunch of other things to talk about. Before, before we do that, let's go to our sponsors. Our sponsor today is Private Internet Access, and uh, the company's name is called Private Internet Access. And uh, we've been talking about this for some time. You've been hearing me talk about private, uh, uh, you know, cybersecurity for a long time. We talk a lot about Aura because what Aura does is check to see if your passwords are being used. And many of you have taken advantage of it. And I'm getting a lot of, you know, updates, news on what's happened with yours. But this is completely separate. I'm at the airport. I'm, a, I'm at the airport on, about to get on a flight. Guy next to me says, are you using this? Do you have VPN? What VPN? I said, nothing. He said, let me show you something. He gets onto my service on my computer. He says, you are fully free right now. If somebody wanted to find out what you're doing, they can get through it because you're not protected. You need to get yourself a VPN. This is the first time mm -hmm. where a guy mm -hmm. who wasn't selling me anything, 
He just said, you got to get a VPN. He was a value tainer. So we got to get a VPN. We got to team up with a VPN. And this is the VPN that's sponsoring the show right now. Uh, So, uh, you know, these types of attacks have increased 107% over last year. It's costing people billions of dollars every year. And private internet access is one of the best products in the world and the best VPN for the U.S. with 50 servers in 50 states in the U.S. No other VPN has uh, this amount of service in the U.S. So start protecting yourself and your data. They have over 30 million users and a 4.6 start on Trust Pilot with 8,000 reviews so you can feel confident that you're using the best in the marketplace. Having said that, you can go to piavpn.com forward slash PBD. Once again, PIA vpn.com forward slash pbd pia stands for private internet access pia vpn.com forward slash pbd right now pia is having a massive black friday sale for our customers 83 percent off with four months for free it's only two dollars and three cents a month go take advantage of this protect yourself having said that let's get into it okay so tom economy zuck lays off eleven thousand. redfin i'm going to go straight to what's going on with um Page four, uh, Redfin shuts home flipping business, lays off 13% of staff in slumping housing market. This is a Wall Street Journal story. They let off 13% of its staff on Wednesday and closed its home flipping unit, saying the operation was too expensive and too risky to continue. The Seattle-based company, which operates a real estate brokerage and home listing website, said the decisions were made because it's, it is predicting that the real estate market is going to be smaller next year. They're not even talking about 2022. 2023, smaller next year, and its home flipping business is losing money. It previously laid off 8% of its workforce in June of this year. The closure of Redfin's home flipping business, Redfin now follows Open Door Technologies, Inc., posting record losses last week. The biggest home flipping company sold too many homes for less than their purchase price. Tom, what is going on here? Give us an update on the market and layoffs. Well, first of all, Redfin's just the beginning on the real estate side. You're going to see Zillow. You're going to see others that are in real estate. They're going to be making adjustments. And the ones that made it easy for you to watch an internet seminar and buy real estate, you too can be a flipper. All those folks watching those seminars on YouTube, you know, and some of them are good, educational about real estate, but others, we know, they're scam artists. Well, those folks are the ones then going to Redfin and going to Zillow trying to start their home flipping business. And the real estate market is just not there. I think that's only part of the story because interest rates and layoffs are coming to that sector. It's beyond Zuckerberg. The rumor before the election was a thousand people would be laid off. And many people, including me, thought this is that at Facebook. At, at, uh, yeah, Facebook Meta. They said from a thousand to, and then they did 11,000. That's correct. The leak that was out before the election, they believe was inside in an intentional news leak to kind of soften the blow. And then they laid off 11,000, although Facebook was up in after hours trading just a scotch because what is the market like? Admissions of errors and then reduction of cost. And so there. The other thing that really surprised me is Stripe because, you know, Stripe is huge or bigger than American Express by value. And they're laying off 15 percent of their workforce. And I'm going to read you something. This was, I think, good leadership and value attainment. We're out there talking leadership and helping people grow their companies and giving them examples of how to do it. Here's a way to be honest with your people. So this is the leadership at Stripe laying off 15 percent. In making these headcount changes, Team Stripe might reasonably wonder whether Stripe's leadership made some errors of judgment. Well, we'll go further than that. 
in our view, we made two very consequential mistakes, not just errors of judgment, and we want to highlight them here. We were too optimistic about the near-term growth in 2022-23, and we grew our operating costs too quickly. We have to correct these. And that's leadership coming forward and just saying, hey, you know, I thought there was a party going on in the economy. I yeah. grew too quick, too much. But this is just the beginning. Stripes layoffs, Redfin layoffs, Zillow's reportedly coming, and then uh, Meta laying off more than they thought. This is just the beginning. This is the economic uh, correction that we've been talking about, PBD. Yeah, makes sense. By the way, we got the, the great Dave Rubin here. If we can open up the is vault the and house? let him in. But go ahead. You were saying. Um, well, essentially, what I think is happening is you talked about how it's been fake. Like the, everything that's happened over the last couple of years has been fake. Printing money and how money flows to the top, right? If you look at all these major asset classes, whether it's the Dow, whether it's the S&P, yep. the NASDAQ, Bitcoin, Ethereum, the list goes on and on and on. Basically, what's happening is just it's reverting to where it was back in 2020, March of 2020. Now, there's, you can give us some case examples like Apple is up huge, like way above where it is. 2020 that has not reverted but then you have companies like facebook that have done the exact opposite it's almost an inverted situation but all everything you talk about being fake there he is baby (laughs) everything you talk about printing money being fake this is all basically what's happening right now now and 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 it's great to see who was really having a lot of fake success and having real success success and the man that just came in here he's definitely having a lot of real Real success success. it's fake success it's it's Good to have you on. What's up, baby? Uh, it's fantastic to have Dave on here. Uh, but by, by the way, while to stay on the story before yeah. we wrap it up, and I want to go straight to Dave's uh, commentary and thoughts on what happened uh, uh, yesterday. So Greg uh, uh, Share, whom I had dinner with last night, he was at mm-hmm. the office here. He, uh, uh, we were talking about FTX. Yeah. So FTX goes from a thirty-two billion dollar company to sixteen billion dollar company. To Binance says, yeah, we'll give you a billion dollars to help you bail yourself out. And then they changed their minds and they said, no, we're not giving you the billion dollars. And so this is a company that could potentially go from $32 billion to $16 billion to zero wow. in no time. And the founder gave $39 million to Democratic super PACs. And one of the other executives that owns a lot of shares in the company gave $19 million to Republican super PACs. That's Ryan Salami that gave uh, $19 million. Great last name. So this is what's taking place with this company. Venture funds invested around $2 billion into the company, most recently at a $32 billion valuation without a single board seat in return. Did you hear what I just wow. said? Tom, $2 billion. $32 billion valuation with zero board seats in return. And these are not lame people that don't know how to negotiate board seats. In fact, it's unclear if, if FTX even has a board of directors, audit committee, CFO, chief compliance officer. Instead, it just seems to have a, some sort of VC advisory committee. Here's who was involved. FTX backers include Sequoia, which once sued Binance for unrelated reasons. Mm. Paradigm, SoftBank, Tiger Global, Bond, BlackRock, Lightspeed, Insight Partners, Ribbit Capital, Race Capital, all of these guys invested. And the point of this article is saying that at the very least, the FTX experience will put a major chill on venture investments in crypto, even in unaffected areas like decentralized finance. If FTX can go from $32 billion to zero, maybe, in just 36 hours, who's to say the same can't happen elsewhere? Why would LPs take the chance? This is a very, very legit big hit 
to the crypto community. Think mm-hmm. about this. So $32 billion valuation. I give you a billion dollars investment. Now you're worth $33 billion because you got my cash. I only own one thirty-third. You think of it that way. And so if I want to triple my money, that thing's got to be worth $100 billion someday. And so there was apparently feelings that there is more than just frothiness in the mo- in the market. You know what I mean? This was a this was a root beer shaken up, and then you open it in a crowded room. I mean, this is huge. All over but, your face now. All yeah, over. all over everything. But yep. think about that, all Pat, because so you make investments. Bad, bad visual for Tom, but <laughs> go ahead. We're listening. <laughs> so, no, 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 don't no, don't no, get no. distracted. Stay no, no, focused. Not, this is Adam's no, no, distracting. No, no. Yeah, yeah, I know. But think about that. Yeah. You, you make angel investments, and you <clears> make <throat> more than angel investments, serious investments. Would you invest in something where you've got one thirty-third of it? It doesn't and excite. A, and a tripling, just to triple your money or double your money, the thing's got to be worth $66 billion. That, that's that's when you know. That's when you know when, when people are trying to be that greedy that late. Last year at Super Bowl. The whole Super Bowl was about crypto. Yeah. All you have to say is, who won the Super Bowl last year? Crypto. I don't know who won the Super Bowl. L.A. Rams. I can tell you crypto won. And, you know, by the way, FTX, Tom Brady's a part of it. Giselle's a part of it. You know how many celebrities are a part of it? Left and right people were involved in this. Uh, but uh, that's a whole different conversation on what's taking place. I know a lot of guys that are in the crypto community who's... They put 95% of their savings in it. Like, oh, I'm talking 95% of oh their savings God. in it. And they're doing Uber right now, late at night, because... Pat, you weren't supposed to bring it up. I didn't want so, to do it. But I'm sorry. Look, but I, listen, props to your 4.9 star on Uber. Thank you. You got to be proud of that. I, I have, <laughs> cologne, the, I have candy the, in the car. Listen, at least I'm going to give you the shout-out. I, 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 I have candy and cologne in the car. So, Dave Rubin, tell us. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling all right. First off, I got to apologize for being late because I was told there's a hurricane a coming or a brewing yeah. or a something, and uh, I was sleeping as the car arrived. You guys sent a car. You're a professional yeah, out yeah. here. And I was sleeping, and uh, my phone's blowing up. Dave, you got to get in the car. But I thought the whole East Coast was going to be blown apart. So anyway, I'm a little late. Can but, I give uh, you some friendly advice? Because yes. you've been in Florida less than a year, bro, yes, right? less than a year. We've been trying to play basketball. We've been trying yeah. to, you know, yeah, your yeah. knee, your kid, everything. The knee's back, yeah. As someone born and raised in Miami, this is use this for the rest of the time you're in Florida. Unless it's a Hurricane Cat 3 or higher, you just, just you carry on, through. my friend. Okay. Keep calm and carry on. Tropical storm, tropical depression. I don't know what's going Take on. Take a pill a, and it, keep it moving. It's a you're beautiful good. day out there. Exactly. So I am, I'm happy here. Happy well, we're glad to have you here, man. Yeah, we're really glad know, to have you here. I'm realizing last time I came. You were in like a $5,000 sharp suit, as you often are. So, and I was in like a ratty-ass shirt. So I thought, all right, I'll get in my usual operation today, by the way. First of all, Matt everybody's got a suit on except me today. Dave Rubin's here today. Everybody's got a suit on. You guys are all suited and booty like... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I tried to switch it up today. And, I know? asked Ricky it's, yesterday it's when we were on the panel. It's called Unpredictable. I mixed yeah. it up today. I said, where's your suit? He goes, I want to show my tats. But, but he, <laughs> he looks like the CEO with the three-piece suit on. Well, I, hit my jacket. Just, I didn't wear my jacket yeah. this time. So, so, so Dave, yes. Tuesday, everybody's watching. Everybody's seeing what's going to happen. 
you're seeing different names, you're seeing different, you know, centered races, house. How did you think that they went? Well, first, let me just say, as we're all here in Florida, every, everyone here lives in Florida, I take it. Yes, I no, mean, California, California. Oh, oh. I know. Yeah. And he loves it there. Good he, luck with no. that. But, yeah. he, but he, li- he lives in Bakersfield, which is a different kind of right. county. Bakersfield's yeah, all right. We're, we're Republicans. Bakersfield. I, I once saw an outdoor Frankie Valley concert. Oh, okay, in there you go. They're yeah. doing cool. all right over there. Um, well, look, as a Floridian, as a new Floridian, as you said, I'm, I'm here. I got here on December 17th, 2021. I will never forget the day and the moment that I landed here. Uh, I, you know, Florida is so set up. So everything here is right. This is what America is supposed to be. This is what competent governance is. This is what freedom's all about. We are set up so well here, and this will continue. And and I tweeted out yesterday, Lee Zeldin, who just did something incredible in New York despite losing, move down here. Let's take all the competent oh, people. I, I mean it. I really mean that'd it. Let's be. just, how about we just open this place up for all of the competent people. Let's get all of the competent workers, all of the competent thinkers and money managers and everybody. We've got land here. You know, we have a housing problem here, but there's plenty of land down in Homestead and, and across the Panhandle. There's land. Let's start building, do some great infrastructure things. So I'm feeling great about Florida. The rest of the night, I mean, we still don't know what's up with Arizona, so it's a little kind of wishy-washy. <laughs> yeah. But it certainly didn't go the way that I think would have been best for America, for a free America. Let's put it that way. But by the way, you know, Zeldin, you know, the, the stat is first time, I think, in two decades or was it four decades that a governor race was that close? It's the yeah. closest race in four decades to lose by only five points. you got to give him respect. And b- b- bunch Nobody of, knew him two months ago. Nobody, nobody had a clue who exactly. this guy was. Some yeah. people thought he was like a... You know, what do you call it? One of these heavy metal guys. Yeah. Zeldin. Yeah. Like Led Zeppelin. Is he one of the Led Zeppelin guys? Keep rocking. Yeah. But uh, uh, so, so okay. So now the question. The main question everyone's asking, and, you, you know, you've been asked this, you know, yourself. And, you know. So, look, the reason why this happened is because what America doesn't want is anybody that uh, Trump endorsed <coughs> is, you know, is not looking good. It's because of his involvement. And the story's coming out. He blamed his wife. You know, yeah. these articles that are writing saying he was losing his mind yesterday. You know, he was livid. He was screaming. Obviously, that's an insider story. But even New York Post posted something today talking about maybe it's time to move because what America's showing is Florida, the guy won 62 out of 67 counties. It's a lot. 62 out of 67 counties. And the five that he lost, by the way, all had record numbers for Republicans. So Broward, I think, was up by 12 points for Republicans. It's, it's so even if he lost, he won yeah. in, in a certain sense. Yeah. So so what do you what do you think about that? Do you think do you think it's at it's a point where, you know, it's time to move on or it's not gonna happen? You have to know that he's gonna be running and there's gotta be a strategy and he is gonna call him out and it's not gonna be pretty. And DeSantis should still run, and they got to go through it and let the Republicans decide who they want as a candidate. Well, what first, do you think? I think just before we get into the Trump thing specifically, I think we just have to accept that probably 40% of the country just wants more nonsense. They yeah. want more government. Yep. They want more lockdowns. They want more control over their lives. They want higher taxes. They want bad governance and bad schools. They they have been so brainwashed. You know, the NPC meme, the non-playable character character meme. They want it. And it, it just is. And we can do the best we can to, to bring better ideas to them and, and break some of them. 
But I think we just have to accept that. that that's sort of separate than did Trump really move this thing? I don't really think this thing was about Trump. I mean, the Trump, the real Trump people did not do that well. I mean, the fact that Oz lost to Fetterman. I mean, Pennsylvania, yeah. Pennsylvania was whacked out, but Fetterman <laughs> can't speak, right? Yeah. He literally, not only does he have all the worst ideas, yes. like all of the worst socialist big government ideas and release people out on this, you know, the criminals back into the streets and all that, but the guy cannot speak. And then did you see last night on MSNBC, they actually had a panel on whether John Fetterman should be the nominee for president in oh 2024. My, I saw that. It is a what? televised yeah. mental institution yeah. over there. Yeah. Yeah. That he should be the what? That, that, that he, he should be the nominee. Run. That he should run. Yeah, but like how do you how does Oz lose to that guy? Like there's something there other than like they all just want lockdowns, they're all idiots. What actually happened though? Like go deeper into the fact of like how does Oz, a very well-known character, lose to a literal weekend at Bernie's character? Yeah, he wasn't. A, look, I, I actually kind of like Dr. Oz, and I think he's sort of, he's kind of like you, Adam. I think he's kind of like a disaffected liberal who's woken up a little bit, and he's kind of he's kind of getting there. I was here, what, about, what, it's about eight months ago? Yeah. So I, I got to see yeah. how far we've dragged you, because I dragged, <laughs> I dragged Mar. I did two hours yeah. with Mar. Exactly. So I, I watched the whole I, thing. I Club I Random. I want to talk about yeah, that yeah. for sure. Um, but Oz just wasn't a great a great candidate. But but it's a moot point that anyone in their right mind voted for Fetterman. Yeah. That you thought this is a guy we should send to the Senate. He can't speak. You know what I mean? That's not to diminish the stroke and all that. But like, come on, it has to be better than this. We're sending the guy in the hoodie who can't speak. Let's roll. Yeah. Uh, so there we have. So but anyway, to the Trump thing that you asked originally. DeSantis is the future of, of free America, and Trump has to figure out if he wants to fit in that or not. Yes, does Trump have the power to burn the whole thing down right now and destroy DeSantis? Probably. Could he figure out a way to do it and just split the party and just create endless chaos? Yeah, I voted for Trump the second time. I've met him. I've liked him. I, I've interviewed him. He's got to figure this thing out now in, in a decent way, uh, and I, I don't know if he has it in him, but you can feel it. People are, people are starting to turn now. No, he, you don't think he has it in him to realize that it's DeSantis, or you don't think he has it in him to make another run? You don't think he has no, it no, in no. him to the be a unifier for the Republican I, I, Party? Yeah, does he okay. have it in yeah. him to be – he could be the kingmaker. Imagine if instead of exactly. next week, instead of what everyone thinks is going to happen, which is that he announces that he's running, imagine if he gets up there and he says, you know, I've looked at the lay of the land. I've been doing this for a long time. I'm of a certain age. DeSantis – He's the guy. He's the guy. And let me help. What a great end. Not, not even an ending, but what a beautiful next chapter of the Trump story. I'll get out there. I'll do rallies. I'll fight for the guy. It's all you. I, I can already see it. But I can my see eyes the look are in rolling your, too. But, uh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's because, a great, that's a great, that's a hopeful, wishful thing. But as a New Yorker, as somebody with yeah. his ego, I wish, I wish. I agree never, with you, Vinny. Ever, I don't think that's going to happen. But I love. But maybe we gotta maybe we gotta pump the hell out of that story so he hears it. Because if Trump is one thing, he does hear what people want, mm -hmm. you know. And if the story is, man, you can still be loved. Yeah. You can be loved mm -hmm. and accomplish some of the things that you wanted to accomplish. But getting through the machine again, and that you're gonna have to take out the. I mean, that the sanctimonious line a couple of days yeah. ago. Yeah. Man, Why? Who's did, sanctimonious? Did you look up the definition of sanctimonious? Yes, I looked it up. Yeah, it's Trump. And it's basically it's like Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And again, I like Trump. This yeah. is not Show the definition of what's sanctimonious. Yeah, it's kind by, of funny. By the way, because when he comes up with crooked Hillary yeah. or, you know, wacky, crazy Nancy. Sleepy it's, Joe. Sleep, it's not off the cuff. Yeah. He, I mean, a lot of his stuff that he does is certainly off the cuff. Don't, no doubt. But this is well thought out. All right. We're going with Sleepy Joe. Sanctimonious. Making a show of being morally superior to other people. So he's like, <laughs> I could say anything I want about 
Ron Descamped, whatever yeah. name you want to go. He's like, I want to call him. You're not holier than thou. It, okay, just, you're it, not chosen by God, buddy. He picked that on purpose. So, in my in my opinion, give me one example, one example ever in Trump's life where he's like. I will take a back seat. You be the leader. Never. I've never seen it. No, I know, but that's why the story, right? Like, if he wants to do the hero's journey here, it's like, man, <laughs> do it. No, I know. I know it's crazy. Yeah. I know it's crazy, but it's worth getting more people to talk about it for the next two weeks because otherwise he's going to announce and they are going to have to battle it out. I would say this. DeSantis will be by far, if if he wants to run. I don't know if he wants to run. I, I know him decently well now i was yeah. i was you at, were at the live I, I rally at, uh, the I victory did, party i did the my show from the victory thing i mean the guy sick. he's surrounded by incredible people he's competent he's decent he's clearly a good husband he's a good father it's like it's not going to get better than this i don't worship politicians i no, don't no it is not going to get better than this guy and i would say the real question for those of us that live in uh in florida and i really honestly can't believe that you live in california <laughs> ricky um is do we want him to run? You know, I think there's an argument to just keep him here and let's keep this place as strong as it can be. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think I think that's worth thinking about. The, the, the opening, the opening where you have an opening to capitalize. He's. Yeah, he's it's never it's, been better. It's, no, nah, I mean, OK, so OK, so 62 out of 67. What's he going to do better four years from now? Well, like, what's going to be better than today? You know, everybody won in your state. You flipped a purple into a red. Are you going to be able to peak that? It's kind of like, you know, you're wanting to get a contract with a team and you want to sign a 10-year, you know, half a billion dollar contract like you do you are with baseball. No, I'm going to I'm going to play one more year on a one-year contract and I'll renegotiate my No, 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 no. Go like this year right now. Yeah. Aaron Judge, Judge hit how many home runs last year? 62? 62. Yeah. So he broke he broke the record of Rod Now's Damaris. the time to renegotiate Dude, your contract. Dude, this is the year to exactly. get your 10-year contract. Exactly. He's probably going to end up going to the Giants based on what Tom is saying. But he he, he needs to now get his half a billion dollar yeah. contract. What do, you, Be- what do you think? What would you make of it if he just was like, I, I don't want to do it. Like, I love this state. I love what I'm doing. I love everything that I can accomplish here. And I think that the machine is so evil. If he said that? Yeah. I don't think he, I don't think he's that guy. Yeah. I think he's a guy that is a leader amongst leaders. I think he's a guy that has had his uh, eye set on leading for a long time since he was a teenager. I don't think this I think this, this guy was a teenager, you would have known something was different about him. I think if he was 22 years old, you're at a bar having a drink with him and talking to him, his language, you're going to know, this is not a regular guy. If you're watching a football game with him, you're like, this guy's going to do something. I don't know what it's going to be. And he's done it. You know, being a commander, being a commander of a Navy SEAL yeah. unit to go in and be in Congress, 6th District, so Daytona, to go being a governor. You win only by 34,000 votes. And then it's landslide, 40 to 60, Charlie Chris. And then everybody in your state wins because of you. And then you flip a purple to a red. This is it. So if he's ever going to run, mm-hmm. this is your opening. Yeah. If he's not, now here's the part, if he does, if he does run. Now my concern, if I'm him, is the following. Because this is also what you don't want. It's the replacement game. My entire mindset would be, if I'm him, it's who am I replacing? Because if you are going to go be the president, and if you are a kingmaker, who's the next person that you're working or developing or thinking to say, here's a five or six or seven candidates that would make a hell of a governor in the state of Florida— Let's start kind of shaping their mindset. Of course, some people are going to come from the outside. I think that's what I would be thinking about if I'm him. It's probably on my top 10 list right now. 
to find my replacement if I run for president. If I'm not planning on running for president ever, uh, then you don't need to think about that because you've got plenty of time. They've got to be thinking about it one way or another. And again, I have no insight into, I know his people pretty well. I have no insight into whether he wants to do it or not, but they have to be thinking about that. But I'll tell you a great story about uh, him and running and, and how huge this victory was. So when we finished up my book tour, the last stop that we did was in Orlando and I had DeSantis as my special guest. So we went right into Disney and and did this show there and they had protesters and they're screaming and all, all the usual nonsense. But I'm sitting in the green room with the governor, just the two of us for about 10 minutes before the show. And we're just mostly you want to talk about baseball, actually. We're just sure. kind of. Yeah, like it wasn't about politics. He's just a decent dude. And uh, and I said to him, I said, uh, you know, governor, you're, you're going to win this thing by 15 points. He laughed in my face. He said six or seven, six or seven. And now he won by 20. I mean, think about that. He thought six or seven. He said six or seven, and that would be huge. And the guy won by 20. Do you think that do you think that he said that because he didn't realize how much of an impact he had made? I mean, so look, was was he not was he not aware of how much people really appreciated what he was doing and how the rest of the world does he not view himself the way we we view him in order for him I'm to tell you, that? I mean I've had dinner with him a few times he's he's a, he's normal he would sit here with But does it make sense what I'm asking like yeah. is it, like I, does he not see what we see But that's you know, great though It's hard No yeah. no no yeah, 100% that might is be great. The, that might be the I ultimate secret No it's yeah. great I'm not saying that want to get too cocky and be like of course I got this what I love He wants to be level headed and just be like moderate and just be like listen Keep my head down and work my ass off, and well, but no, get the, to the, business. But hold on. The reason I ask that is because if he doesn't, there's, there's like you know, all the guys here, we're not where we're at right now because we're not competent. We're very secure, but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean you can't be humble at the same time. But the reason I ask that, my concern is that does he not see himself? Like if he says something like that, okay, then, then if you really believe that, then you don't you think that you may not be able to be president. I think it might you be, can't win the president. It might be candidate. something like this. I think you know, as someone that just got here, right, that is so proud to be here and so vested in in not only continuing this place but making sure that it lasts for a long time. I came in with so much energy, and and I see now so many. I'm sure you guys all see it with new neighbors and everything else. These people that come in, and we're like, holy, we fled. We fled. We're refugees. It's amazing. <laughs> refugees <laughs> from New York. I'm oh, my like, God. You know, I just have my one suitcase, and, you know. And, uh, and I think maybe what he didn't see that he probably now, after 20-point win, sees is that all of the people that came here, not only, I mean, they all voted for him. Everyone voted for him. But then every, he, it was just working here. And you take it for granted when it's working. So then all of these new people come in and they're so excited oh, about it. Sense. And I think maybe the he couldn't quite quantify what that excitement was, you know, because for him it was like, we're going to stay open. We're supposed to stay open. I'm not going to put you out of a job. You're not supposed to be out of a job. I'm going to send your kid to school. So I think maybe there was a little bit of a... A disconnect, but to your point, I think that might be the beauty of the whole thing. Actually. Of course, I, I 100% agree with you. I was just wondering, you know, because I want him to believe that, and, and I'm sure he does. I mean, he has the right people around him to like, hey, run for president because that's you're gonna win. Well, could, could, could you ask know? one question? Uh, so, they, uh, so him, so Trump, Trump saying the sanctimonious statement that yeah. you know, calling that name because uh, DeSantis didn't come back or Nothing. didn't shoot back. Keep it cool, baby. Keep it cool. Do you guys think because of that one thing, that one moment? A two questions: Is he? Is it? Is it over? Or do you think there's people like in Trump's team, like, "Yo, dude, chill out. He's the future. Kind of make amends because this guy he could bring you when you guys would be the perfect 
team to then bring you DeSantis with, let's say, you know, I'm just being whatever, Carrie Lake, and then Lake can run when she has her time and she can pick Tulsi Gabbard, two females, you know, running, you know, like, what do you got? My guess, my guess is if Trump has good people around him and it's always, that's always the thing with him, like, are they good people? Are they actually there to help Trump or are they there to help themselves or whatever it is? If, if he has good people around him, I would imagine that they're sitting around Mar-a-Lago right now going, okay, so if DeSantis runs and if you run, what is the move on him? How do you take this guy out? You can't just, oh, I, I have rumors about him and whatever. Imagine them on a debate stage where Trump's trying to call him names or do all the tricks. That, by the way, I don't have a major problem before. with the tricks. The tricks got him somewhere. Yep. There, there's reasons that they're not great too. But if they were on a debate stage... And DeSantis just every whatever the thing, whatever the garbage was that Trump was throwing at him. If if DeSantis just kept saying, "This is what I did in the state. This is what I intend to do. These are the numbers. This is the support." Blah, blah. Like, there's a real defense there without having to play the game. Everyone else tried to play the game against Trump. Remember when he was going after little Marco Rubio, and then there were those two days <laughs> Ted where Cruz. Marco tried. Yeah. And it's like you can't beat Trump at his own game. But maybe the way you beat Trump, and again, I say this as someone that likes him, so that's yeah. the weird part. <laughs> But maybe the way you beat him, you beat him through pure yeah. competency and decency and just not playing. And Yeah, well, what's the famous phrase, like, uh, never wrestle with the pig because you both get dirty, and, and the pig it. loves it. Yeah. And that's Trump. He <laughs> loves that. Yeah. So he, as someone who's been lifelong Floridian, th- this is, would be my advice to DeSantis real quick. So, um, you know, there's this, the famous saying, man plans, God laughs. Okay, so COVID was... DeSantis's moment to shine while the rest of the crazies were locking down and masking up and vaxxing up he's like not here in Florida like unless there's another black swan event that was his moment carpe diem right and the last thing is you never like Dave we started the show with me saying hey welcome to Florida these hurricanes happen like get used to it we're gonna have another five years of hurricane season god forbid three years from now there's another hurricane Andrew and he doesn't run for president this time around. And Florida gets devastated. He's at an A-plus ranking right now. You can't get higher than where yeah. he is right now. He thought he was going to win by six or seven. You thought 15. It's 20, brother. Yeah. You could only go down from here. Whether it's Flor- you know, some situation in Florida, situation you know, federally in, in the overall union. Now's your moment. And whether or not you have to take on Trump or not, you have to seize the moment because you do not know what's going to happen five years from now. Isn't it not cr- at all? Isn't it crazy that there's so many people in this country that don't want what we have here? That, <laughs> that they, they either just don't get it or they don't understand how good it is or whatever. But like when yeah. I was driving back from Tampa yesterday, so it's about a four and a half hour drive to get back to Miami. I just kept thinking the entire time, man, the night did not go great the way I suspected but I am so happy to be here. I, I did the thing. You know, you can, all, you can always talk about what you're going to do or whatever, but I left a place that was crumbling. I moved two companies here. I moved an awful lot of people here. Everybody is freaking thriving and happy, and it's going well. It's great. And it's like, that's what it's all about. So you still have that chance in America where most countries you don't. You know, if you don't like Trudeau in Canada— whether you live in Calgary or Toronto, you're doesn't, screwed. You're, 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 yeah. That's yeah, it. Right. You yeah. got Trudeau. Great point, Dave. I but, wish you would have kept our little secret down here in Florida. A little bit of yeah. more of a you know secret. What, you know what? It is. Good Every, life. Everyone now that you're I'm hyping up Florida people. rent's gone up forty percent, bro. There's some stuff but happening. You know, well, that's you're hyping it. So that's, Adam, look that's at the license thing. plates. It's not a yeah. secret. But you know what it is though? It's been a secret. People people have a hard time detaching from their abusers. 
Of course, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Agreed, That's what it agreed. comes down to. That, I mean, it's as crazy as that sounds, it's the reality behind these people have a hard time detaching mm-hmm. from their abusers. Is that so why Calif- you won't leave California? Yeah. No, honestly, you know what's yes. funny? You know, here's here's the crazy part. You, you got I was literally just having this conversation with a friend yesterday that that I'm 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 very attached to my family, so is my wife. My grandparents are there, they're the only two that I have left left. Uh, we're very tight knit, extremely tight knit. So to me, it's like, okay, do I sit there at my income? Do I pay the you know crazy ass state taxes and and enjoy my family the time that I have them? Like especially more my grandparents than than anybody else, or do I move, not get to see them as much, and how do you go back to their funeral? Because that's kind of where we're at. And I said, no, I, I'm going to stick around for a little bit longer until you know uh, my grandpa's already eighty something years old. He has heart problems. My grandma's you know. A little bit healthier, but she's not all great. So I, I had to put things in a balance because, you know, I've been talking to Pat about it. Like, I wanted to go to Texas. I love Florida. But um, I just needed to put things on a balance. It just, you know. It, well, we're, everyone, we're everyone has that negotiation. Because yeah. I, I tweeted this out yesterday yeah. about federalism and that if you if you are not happy right now, if you're in Pennsylvania and you're not happy, you can move. And then, of course, in Twitter, where you get the, only the best of the best, yeah. although it, it's, got, it's gotten a little bit better. Something's going on with Elon. Something's happening there. I heard but, something about that. You know, I saw the main, the main comment I got, well, it's not easy to move. That was the main thing that I got. And it's like, well, okay, but in life, nothing worthwhile is really, easy. Yeah. It's not easy whether you have, you know, I'm obviously doing all right. I had two companies that I was moving. It wasn't easy to move my life. It wasn't easy to get all my guys to join me and move operations and all that. But I could get, you might have nothing. It would not be easy to move. You might have... All sorts of family considerations and all of those things, but at least you've got the freaking choice. Yes. For now, for now. Yeah, so, you know, being Middle Eastern, a lot of your friends are Middle Eastern. They can't leave because you have to leave. Auntie, <laughs> uncle, <laughs> yeah. grandma. So I'm yeah. Hispanics, yeah. Middle Eastern, were very close. But going back to the uh, Trump and uh, DeSantis concept, so, you know, you talked about, hey, you know you're going to win by 15. I think six or seven, right? He wins by 20. 20? What are you talking about? His speech, he was on fire. Yeah. He said, look, I just want to say, when I first won, I won, and many of you didn't vote for me the first time. Those of you who have now voted for me, I want to tell you, thank you for trusting me to vote me in, right? I mean, there's an emotional connection now with Miami Day. Yeah. What are you talking about? Them to support you? So so I think that the difference is DeSantis's personality doesn't allow for blind spots. Everybody has them. No matter how paranoid you are, you have blind spots. Trump's personality creates many blind spots. And, and, and the tough part is, you know, I, I don't know if Trump's asking, what do you think? Like, it, okay, so I don't know if Melania's talking to him late at night. I don't know if Ivanka's talking to him. I don't know if Junior's definitely not going to be saying, hey, you know, I think it's DeSantis. He would never ever say that. It's kind of like Junior telling his father, Gotti, hey, dad, I think it's time for somebody <laughs> else to be. It's just right. not going to happen. That right. mindset's not going to be there. However, you know, everybody thinks they know uh, uh, how Trump thinks. Everybody thinks they understand this guy. Everybody's like, oh, let me, here's what I would do if I was Trump. You, you haven't been him for 77 years. You don't know what his mom told him when he was 12 years old. Son, never let anybody, da 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 da. You don't know what his dad told him when he was eight years old. And for him to throw in the towel as a method of, being disloyal to his parents. You don't know those. We don't talk about those conversations privately. Those are very emotional. And his loyalty is not to his wife. I'm not talking in a marriage sense. I'm talking in a vision sense. His loyalty is not to his kids. His loyalty is not to the Republican Party. I feel his loyalty is 
to that eight-year-old kid, that 14-year-old Trump who had a conversation with a grandpa or Fred or his older brother who became an alcoholic or whoever it is. I feel if there's anyone he talks to privately when he's praying or he's talking to God or he's doing anything, I think he's talking to his parents. He's talking to his you know, hey, mom, what do you think I should do? Hey, dad, what do you think? I think those are the types of conversations. As weird as it sounds, I don't think he's calling regular people saying, what do you think we should be doing next? Oh, now, I did talk to Giuliani when we were at his house, and we were doing the interview for Mafia States of America, which, by the way, today Rolling Stones did an article on the— Oh, semi- it Yeah, it's, it's in Rolling Stones. By the Stones. way, I think it's the one-year anniversary coming up right now. It right? could be. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, but Mafia States you're, of America. You're, you're right. It's Sammy so, the Bull, Michael Francis. We're sitting there with Rudy, and you know, we talk Trump, and Rudy says that, you know, him and Trump had a conversation, and he says, look, if I, if you notice I'm being unhealthy and I can't talk, I'm not the same communicator, and I'm sounding like Biden, tell me to stop, I'll stop. Mm. Okay. That's what Rudy mm. said? That's what Rudy to said you. to me. That, that him and, and he doesn't know you, yeah. meaning like you're not a confidant with him. No, no, just, Rudy said to me that Trump told him that. Uh, oh, 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 no, not oh, Rudy I thought tell Rudy's telling you this. Yeah, and by no, the no. way, if I start babbling, yeah. Trump, tell me to Trump stop told yeah. wow. me, Trump ah. said to Rudy, hey, so here's, wow. what, you know, so I think I don't see Rudy, you know, it was a three and a half hour interview. It was a four hour interview. We sat there in his, in his living room. We're talking, this is, by the way, this is, this is a week after they took the stuff out of his uh, FBI came in. So it's like at the time when this was taking place. And uh, so if he says that to Rudy, there means there's a few there's people something. that, yeah, maybe there's a mm-hmm. few people there. But here's the other thing that we have to, we can't forget. I, I, I think, you know, I, I've been running a sales organization for 21 years. The mistake I made early on, as in my 20s and my early 30s, I picked my killers and my rabbits too early. Just because I liked their personality or I like how they were or I liked and I'm like, yeah, but that guy's too quiet. Yeah, but that guy's not as fired up as the, Yeah, but that guy's a better speaker than this guy. There was a guy named Jose. Jose was a quiet guy. Nobody banked on Jose. When I first started my insurance company, crazy story, September 23rd, I had 52 agents that were working with me directly. I told them, I said, guys, you can pick and choose these seven people you can work with, okay? These seven people. Choose to work with any of these seven people. You get to pick and choose and come and tell me because now that I'm running a company, I can't be working with you guys directly. I have to do operations. There's this guy named Jose okay, and his wife, Marlene. Do you know how many people picked him? Zero. Do you know today his business, his agency, does 40 to 50 million a year more than anybody that was in that room and more than anybody that's ever been with us? So meaning you can't pick your rabbits tour. You mm-hmm. can't pick a person saying, this is a long race. A lot can happen the next year and a half. We don't know what's going to be taking place. We don't know what's going to be happening to Arizona. If Kerry Lake wins Arizona, okay, and let's just say Nevada, what's the guy's last name? Laxalt. Let's say he wins it. Let's say you know he was DeSantis's roommate in college. Did you know that? I did not know that. Really? Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. So if he win, if they win 51-49 Senate, say that happens. It's not likely it's going to happen, but let's just say it does happen. Walker wins, you know, the runoff in December. Let's say Nevada wins, and let's say Kerry Lake wins. Trump can say, I had a victory. So, you know, there is that part where he can say, Kerry's my person. Kerry said, my favorite person in the world, my second favorite person in the world is my husband, my first favorite person in the world. You you saw what she said. And she's a very much of a, if if Trump is here, DeSantis is here in the way they handle issues, they're both direct. I think Kerry's here. I don't think she's here. I don't think she's here. I think she's here. She'll call people out. So it's still too early. You know, the season, you know, you, you, everybody, 
is about, you know, in NFL, they say who's going to win the Super Bowl, whoever stays healthy when the playoffs start. The playoffs hasn't started yet for presidency. You don't know what issue is going to come out with DeSantis. You don't know what's going to come out with Biden. You don't know what's going to come out with Newsom. You don't know what's going to come out with Trump. Trump, we still have a lot of time you know, on what's going to take place. Don't forget also, Trump loves to, to surprise people, right? So the only reality show I ever watched in my life was The Celebrity Apprentice. I've wow. never seen any other. This was before Trump, obviously. Yeah. It was politics and president and all that. For some reason, I watched that show. I have never, I never, I can't even think of any other reality Do you keep shows. up with the Kardashians? I never saw, I've literally you never seen that. I got no idea what they're doing. <laughs> uh, I, I, but no for some reason, I watched that. And on that show, the the mastery of that show, and they tried to replicate it with Schwarzenegger and they couldn't. They tried it with Martha yeah. Stewart and they couldn't. Yeah. Arnold. Was that he would, every week, he'd do something nuts that you thought he couldn't do. Yeah. So, you know, they'd have four people remaining and suddenly he'd fire three of them out of nowhere and yeah. just announce the winner, yeah. you know. So there is, that's why I think this, I, uh, tease, having this conversation publicly, teasing out, Trump, you have some options here mm-hmm. to yeah. make you still be a winner. You can be a winner here and not be the president of the United States. You can have the rallies, have the love, get yeah. all the support, and and actually maybe not have to do all the stuff that mm-hmm. that actually DeSantis is quite good at. Yeah, that, here's that, where I fully, That's pretty good. Here's where I fully agree with you, and then also maybe where I disagree. The craziest reality show I've ever seen, and I've literally been on Keeping Up with the Kardashians for an entire season. Okay, I did not know that. Okay, See, we can, I, we, I have we, not watched the craziest reality show I've ever Chris seen. Chris Humphreys, who was ah, Chris Humphreys, yeah. Yeah. the craziest is yeah. <laughs> a second debate where he brings out it was Keeping Up with the Clintons, where he brought up all the Clintons' yeah. mistresses on a debate stage <laughs> was the most insane. I'm like, this guy just brought out. Clinton hookers yeah. to a presidential debate. <laughs> How is this even a thing? And that's, that's Trump. That's yeah. Trump. And here's the one thing I'll say about Trump, but this is why I do not think he's going to... Oh, by the way, you said hookers. I, I don't think these girls they were hookers. hookers. They were just no, no. people that he... Uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, because yeah, you, you can't say hookers. Should have said yeah, hookers. My bad. Well, you know, lady, some whatever the yeah. accusers, yeah. Go ahead. ladies. Yeah. Accusers. Sorry for hang on, you. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Those former staff here. So here's the beautiful thing about Trump. and This is not a knock on Trump. This is actually the truth. I actually believe whatever he says, I take it face value, meaning I don't think he has a hidden agenda. I think Trump literally says what he thinks, good or bad. Whatever he says, I'm like, that's how Trump thinks. You might agree with it. You might disagree with it. He's not like, all right, I said that on TV, but behind closed doors, I'm doing this. I think he's just like, Russia, if you're listening, like he just says shit. So back to the sanctimonious thing, if if you want to just get a little insight to what he's thinking... It's it's exact same playbook. Twenty sixteen. Look at the poll numbers. Eighty uh, percent want me. Look at the sanctimonious. He's at ten percent. Good job there, Ron. Look but you know the, the crowd. Uh, the crowd wasn't into it. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. not saying that the crowd's not into it. I'm just yeah. saying he's doing it. Yeah. So I'm taking what he does at face value. Oh, Mike Pence at seven percent. Better than I thought there, Mike. All right, buddy. Uh, what's her face? Uh, Liz Cheney, three percent. Yeah, no way. She's got three percent. No, he's. That's how he thinks. Yeah. So he still believes that he has eighty percent uh, approval ratings within the Republican Party. And if he actually sees that, he's not going anywhere. Isn't it kind and of funny? It sounds his- like we all just want him to be a little bit better. We're not yeah. asking for like major rehaul with him, right. right? Like it was just like, could you just be a little bit better for this moment, perhaps? But a yeah. leopard cannot yeah. change its spots, yeah, but, but, and Trump ain't doing it but, but, at seventy eight years old. But can I say one thing though? Let's not forget that this dude came in, even like came in, and everybody came against him. The meat, like he got, he hit the beehive. He got stung by 
everybody, the media, and it was all set up. It was all bullshit. Russia was bullshit. All what kind of attitude would you have if yeah. you're a boss? Yeah, you're a yeah, 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 yeah. And you came in, and you know what you said? You're fake news, and because of that. Look at CNN has gone to shit because yeah. he pointed them out. All those, all the Pelosi, all the everybody came on him, bro. He fought back. I wouldn't trust anybody, and I'd be an asshole if I was him too. So what do you expect? I don't agree with the going after the uh, Santas, but bro, it's a fight. If you're number one and you want to be number one, you're talking shit and the gloves come off. I get that. You know, remember when people would always say, you know, I like, I actually do like Trump, but the tweets, <laughs> the tweets are a bit much. And I always thought that was such a bizarre thing to say because it's like, oh, so if the guy who did the thing that nobody said could be done would just behave a little bit more like you who've never accomplished anything, <laughs> then, you know, so that's why it just always <laughs> fell flat. Yeah, but, like, you, know, you, know, yeah. you know, it's funny, uh, Dave, that that's, that's the issue. That's Adam's problem. That Adam cannot, cannot see Trump's accomplishments because he doesn't like the guy. That's so you can just hundred percent is true. I, that was all, a, that, all that work I, that, that was not a question. Call me out, then I'll respond. I was not, that was not a question. That was a statement. I don't I, know if you know the difference. Oh, I okay? do. So what I'm telling I'm about to come back to you no, with this no, because there, you, no, because you don't like him. <laughs> Apart from all his accomplishments, lowest yeah. unemployment in, in history for blacks and Hispanics, mm -hmm. highest stock market, uh, 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 first president to ever walk in North Korea and, and meet with the president of North Korea, lower the tensions with Russia, won a trade war with China. I mean, come on, bro. The list goes on and you still like oh f you know fuck this guy i'm like bro come there's gonna be a i don't like him i don't like him is a lot of his personality either but at the end of the day i want to live in a country where my taxes are low stock market's doing good unemployment's low and we're beating other countries and that's what trump gave us so all this other bullshit is a bunch of emotional bullshit of people that don't like how he is that's why he's a winner you're not gonna like winners michael jordan you have scotty pippen talking shit about michael jordan on on um on the this show, what, um, what, what, the, the, the last dance, the last dance. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's a, Michael Jordan is an asshole, dude. There was, if you read the book and when you when you talk about when you talk about Michael Jordan, all the guys that left his team after he left were getting big ass contracts, and they were not worth that because Michael Jordan was no longer around. So that's what I'm getting at. Like, no matter how much you don't like a person, if they're, they're making everybody better and they're making everybody's lives better financially, economically, socially, whatever the case may be, the hell with how they act. Oh, it's not very presidential. Every other president is screwing you over. So what the what the hell does it matter? I talk, talk shit, but give me a good economy. Talk shit, but lower unemployment. Talk shit, but lower uh, tensions with Russia. And talk shit, but win trade trade war. You can't have it both. And the the, the, the thing about the um, a lot of Americans is they want both. You can't have it both. Either you're gonna have a good speaking guy like Obama as a the, is an idiot, or and, and with the country, and then the Hispanics love him. In 2014, he created the cages our people are in. And deported more people, more immigrants than any other president in history. But he speaks well. Like you gotta choose one or the other. You can't have it. You can't have your cake and eat it too. That's, and going back to your point, that's that's you described Adam. You know, point by point on that's 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 the this is the American people great, right here. Uh, well, yeah, great job, Ricky. Uh, you're, you're, <laughs> how do you really feel? You're, you're rehearsed. Uh, <laughs> no, he knows how I feel. No, that shit was not rehearsed. Your rehearsed speech really played over well. Here's what I will say. I'm actually one of the few people that will acknowledge his accomplishments and say I do approve of what he did, was able to do. But you do. don't want him in office. Uh, oh, yeah. Hefe. Let me okay. speak, and then All I'll right. come to you. That's how this works. I will acknowledge what he did for the economy. I will he would acknowledge what he did for unemployment. I will acknowledge what he did for the stock market. I will acknowledge what he did for the Middle East. I'm able to do that. But it's not about me. I'm letting you know. I'm giving you insight to what 
50 plus percent of the country thinks. And 50% of the country, like for instance, if I hear nails on a chalkboard, I don't care what you're writing on the chalkboard. All I'm hearing is, and I'm like, no, that's good for you, bro. It's like the American people, this isn't me, Ricky, this isn't you. The American people hear him speak and it's nails on a chalkboard. And then you have people like you that saying, no, what he's writing on the chalkboard is good. And people are like, yeah, I just don't want that sound in my life. And here's my point. Do you think most people, not you, not me, not Dave, not Pat, not Vinny, do most people vote because of policy or personality? No, personality. Okay. So you know the answer. Yeah. So people don't like his personality. So don't be shocked when he doesn't win. Well, I, I would also add to that that if you think about it this way, can Trump bring in any new voters? Is no. there anyone that didn't vote for him last time that suddenly maybe well no little, so I would say ma- yeah. I would say there might be some really broken Democrats who are just like Biden has dementia this thing's going to shit that may so you get this tiny amount yeah. the bigger issue though is that the amount of people who will be depressed by the end of four years of Biden that will suddenly vote because they hate Trump you probably increase that by about five million voters something like that mm-hmm. so that's the problem Trump has he doesn't have his ceiling is basically there already but the floor now moves because a, a certain amount of people hate him that that in yeah. some ways is the best argument for DeSantis it's like DeSantis yeah. actually can bring in a whole bunch of the disaffected liberals yeah. Yeah. and the libertarians and blah 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 that's my point. and the hatred of, mm-hmm. of, of DeSantis although the media will do all their tricks and they'll make mm-hmm. him what they're gonna do I mean I've been saying this for a year he'll be he'll be Hitler but worse because He'll be competent Hitler, yeah. right? Trump Trump was incompetent Hitler, but they'll make him competent Hitler. That will be mm-hmm. the argument, yeah. that he's functional but has all the bad ideas, and Trump yeah. was just a buffoon. But that's the issue, is that DeSantis can bring in a whole bunch of new people. Who Who's the new people that Trump can bring in? That That's a I'll real issue. You, I'll ask you one question, and this is my entire point of wh- where I stand politically, because I'm, I'm not on Team Red, I'm not on Team Blue, I'm on Red, White, and Blue. I love America. I'm a very moderate person in all aspects of my life. Who has a better chance of getting to a 60% approval rating? Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis? Yeah. Who is it? No, it's DeSantis. It's obviously. not even close. Yeah. And that's what I want for America. I want whoever it is, whoever it is, so the president to be a unifier. And Donald Trump, as love him or hate him, he will get you 45%. No problem. You know, I've been playing. You ain't getting higher than that. I've though. been playing a lot of old Reagan clips on my show from before, for, yeah. before he was from the '60s, before he was even just as he was becoming a politician, before he was governor of Cali, and then as president. And it's like that aspirational message. It's the same stuff that DeSantis is doing. DeSantis has to push a little more on against the woke stuff, which mm-hmm. Reagan was doing more directly towards uh, socialism or communism. Right. But it's the same message of this country is good. Let's get the government out of the way live your life like it's basic stuff that we all want but yes we still have this issue where a certain amount of people they ju- they don't know what they want or why they should want it and we that we just have to either accept or or mm-hmm. figure out how you deal with it did you hear what DeSantis said about uh florida well, this is where woke comes, comes to, to die, die. that's yeah. a great line yeah, Love it. yeah it's yeah. a great line and, huge, and what i like applause. about DeSantis, and i voted for DeSantis. i see what's going on in florida i think he has the ability all i'm looking for is the ability to get the 60%, because that's my one wish for America. We're not enemies, like Ricky and I. Like, like, can we get to a point where we're just like, yo, you're cool, homie, we might disagree, but we're good. We may never get there. I mean, look, we have a federalist system for a reason, and the states may just kind of go their separate ways, and that you want to neuter the federal government as much as possible. That might be a much better way to deal with all of this. Ah. Like, at the end of the day, it's it's sad, right? I'm from, I'm from New York. I lived in Cali. 
it's not you don't think that it should be that way. We're supposed mm-hmm. to be the United States, but maybe at the end of the day, the only way to do this is we will just continue to do it right here. And we will take the refugees and then hopefully make sure that the refugees know why they came here. But if but Cali is gone. It's mm-hmm. just gone. They just reelected Gavin Newsom. Even worse than that, Michigan. Gretchen Whitmer. Oh, my God. Gretchen Whitmer was evil. I mean, purely evil. Her intentions are evil. That's what I mean. They don't know the intentions. Mm -hmm. She's evil. She was banning people from planting seeds in their gardens during COVID. I literally sent from Crazy Cali. I was sending people plants and and seeds. She's evil. And they decided, yeah, we would like more of that. The people Mm -hmm. of New York, Hochul literally said during the debate, I would do it all over again, mandates and all that. And then these morons voted for her. So at some point, it's like, well, what do you want me to do? I live in Florida. I live around freedom and good people. Well, Dave, uh, New York, we can can talk about all day about New York, how liberal they are. But Michigan, you talk about Rust Belt. I mean, they voted for Bush. Then they voted for Obama. I'm talking Michigan. And then they voted for Obama. Then they voted for Trump. And then they wanted Bernie. But then now they got Biden. Michigan is a talk about a flip flopper. Every four years, they're going a different way. My dad's from Detroit, so my, my I asked my grandma. My grandma voted for Bush. She did not vote. She voted for McCain. She voted for Trump. She could not vote for Trump again. She voted for Biden. Like my grandma is from yeah. Michigan, and she like you're talking about someone who voted Republican, but would it would go either way? She's like, I just can't do this guy. Yeah. Yeah. There's She's, two things there, Adam. Like that's uh, what's yeah. happening. There's two things there. First of all, you cannot take an election result in America and and interpret that as a mandate. And here's why. Because, you know, the pollsters are usually wrong, but usually where they start. And they start with, okay, some basic numbers in a particular state. Let's take a state. Say a state's 43%, you know, registered Democrat that they think are pretty locked in. And they look at history in the state and maybe 40% Republican. So that's 83 They put on that about 15 points of legitimate modern-day independent voters Mm -hmm. and then about 5 to 6%, depending on the state, for libertarian and green. That's the playing field. The billions are usually spent on that 14, 10 Mm -hmm. to 14 in the middle. And as you look at these where we're locked in, we are locked in in America right now. It's it's kind of like looking at Coke and Pepsi. If you do uh, case studies on market share of soda through through the eighties, they would spend billions on advertising, and they were both locked in at forty four percent market share. You know, and it was and and Pepsi went to the fountain business and tried to get the fast food and do it that way. The point is, you can't take these elections and interpret it as a mandate. Michigan didn't flip-flop as much as the independent voters were moving. Mm -hmm. And Trump knew that when he did those rallies in the rural areas, he's like, I can't be 65% out here. Out here, I got to be 75 because it's got to counteract core Detroit that's going to be voting Mm -hmm. how it's locked in. And that's the first point. And so I think we have to look at the billions spent for the 15 in the middle usually. Now, if you look at a unifier, a true unifier in DeSantis, you now see that the only way he gets to 20 points is that Florida broke not like so many other states and races. So many races went exactly the way I'm describing here. But Florida, a bunch of Democrats walked across the line. You know, and he didn't get 100 percent of the Republican vote. He he got pretty close to it. And the independents came across the line because there was two things. He was a unifier and he got the job done. 
COVID. I think my governor got the job done. You take a look at what happened with with Hurricane Ian, and he was over there in those white boots for a week, not doing a photo op dropping in. He was at the command center. He had the National Guard guys over there. He had these things, and people look at it, hey, I think my governor just did a pretty damn good job. DeSantis went from 35,000 vote victory when elected initially to this because he did a great job and it took stones and it took standing up and then being right in those moments where he stood up. And the people of Florida have said, you know what? You know, I'm with it and I'm with it. So the point you're making, Tom, what's the point you're making? You're saying... There's a drink Coke, not Pepsi. There's two. Is one is the elections. You can't look at it as a mandate because you have to look at these tight statistical, you know, results that we have. And the second is we need a unifier that is a true unifier and somebody that gets a job done. That's not just throwing out, you know, oh, hate the other side because of this, hate the other side, trying to move people on emotion. Yeah, and. So are you saying well, that you would vote need, for DeSantis need, over Trump? You personally? Is that what you're saying? Uh, DeSantis is it's not, it's not who I'll vote for. It's who's earning it. And I think Governor DeSantis has earned my vote and earned my support. He's doing a great job in the state where I live. You know, something, you something else happened in Florida that I don't think people realize how important it is in terms of getting guys like you and the disaffected liberals, which is that 15%, right? If, mm-hmm. if there's 15%, if that's the number we're going with, that can move. It's like, how do you get those guys to move? You guys may remember, I mean, nobody really talked about it in the media, but sometime in March or so, we Florida passed the 15-week ban on abortion. 15 mm-hmm. weeks is three and a half months. Regardless of what any of our personal beliefs are in terms of when life starts yeah. and all of those things, that is not only what I would consider the moderate position. My personal belief might be a little bit before that, actually. But not only is that the moderate position— it's the position that every sane Democrat had 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. No, no, there was literally, literally no Democrat that had eight month post birth abortions, which now is the movement in the Democrat Party. That is Cali. That is New York. These are laws that they've passed. Dave, they're, so they're he going, got he got helped birth, by that. But they're going now. They're going. Uh, uh, two weeks after birth. No, post-birth yeah. abortions. Post-birth. We used to call that murder. That's a murder. You know, that's a murder. murder right? I thought. Yeah. But, but the fact that that got passed. There is nothing passed. moderate about that. No, well, that's the point. So that that's the point. So Florida is actually probably the most moderate state on abortion. So you can think of now, you know, the media will now paint Florida as this crazy far-right, conservative, red, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, actually, what are we? We're moderate. Yeah. Th- that's the truth. So, so, so what, what makes it easy for media today to go after Trump is if Lake loses, if Herschel Walker loses, mm-hmm. and if uh, Nevada loses, they can say whatever they want to say. I will tell you, if Lake, if Walker and Nevada win, they don't have a lot to say to Trump. Okay, so those, if Lake does it, then Masters probably Tyler, gets is, over. Exactly, yeah, Blake Masters will do yeah. that as well. So, yeah. so meaning, if that does take place, yeah. forget about it, right? So Trump's back a month from now saying, I told you, yeah. I told you, and he's going to play that card, right? Man, it's tight, Pat. Look at it. Yeah, no, no. I, 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 oh, my God. Yeah, but they're, they're saying they could be counting all the way into Thanksgiving, if not Christmas. They said, well, they want, said uh, they're prepared to work until Christmas. I want to, to, I want to, I want to, I want to know your opinion on that. Like, we were talking right before yeah. you walked in. In the 1800s, during a civil war, people <laughs> voted. And in one week, they had the results. We are the most technologically advanced. We have, we have shit on Mars walking around right now. We can't count the vote, and it's not going to come out. I got to tell you guys, it was so yesterday, obviously, or, or two days ago, was my first time voting as a Floridian. It yeah. was such a freaking pleasure. I go to this school, yeah. pleasant people there, dressed 
in normal clothes. Didn't look like a homeless shelter. You go in. They hand you a piece of paper and a pen. You actually do it yourself. Mm -hmm. You then put it in an envelope. You walk over to a booth where there's someone standing. They confirm that you are you after you've already shown an ID. You drop it in. You feel like, oh, this process is not pure nonsense. There's something actually happening here, right? Versus Cali, which I voted in many times, where I literally, the last time I tried to vote in the recall election where I campaigned with Larry Elder. Awesome. Did not go well, but I tried. <laughs> um, I, I actually busted out my ID. It was, I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just like, oh, I'm showing up at a polling place. You show your yeah. ID. The woman freaked out. She kind of like- It's racist. Jumped. It's racist to show your ID. What? Yeah. She, she weird, got no, weirded she, out? Yeah, She's because like, don't they want, don't- I don't want an ID. He's well, got a gun. I'm, I'm a poll worker. And you have no faith in the system. So the fact that I did something where you then have faith in the system, exactly. and there's even, even Christ and, and whatever crazy Democrat Probably vestiges Christ. exist here yeah. in Florida, nobody's, nobody's claiming there's fraud here there, there is nobody claiming there's fraud every and that's why at, at, at rubio's debate when they asked they asked him and val demings will you respect the results and rubio goes well i'm gonna win but obviously i'll respect the results we've cleaned up the roles everything mm -hmm. is legit here the, and that's what people want basic confidence a couple things couple before we transition to the next topic so why do you think the market tanked 633 yesterday Tom, why do you think the market tanked 633 yesterday? The stock market hates uncertainty, and there is a tremendous amount of automated trading, and the automated traders, you know, they plug things into the, into their models based making like a weather forecast. They look at interest rates. They look at employment. They look at supply costs, and they plug those in, That's and there's a, and when there's uncertainty, you can almost see when all these algorithms and the programmatic trading refreshes. It was up 300 in the morning. The f more, remember, and the more it went, all of a sudden it starts tipping. And it's because they look at momentum, they look at a lot of things. The market hates uncertainty, and the market says we have... We are not certain about how we're going to be governed and legislated and more uh, regulated is the way the businesses pronounce it. We, we don't know what's going to happen there because we don't know the outcome of these elections here, here, and here. And when they plug that uncertainty in there, what happens is they sell current positions. And when Did you see what's going on today with the stock market? Yeah, I'm sending that Watch to you, this. Tyler, just, right uh, now. Adam Guy just showed will. it to me. Yeah, well, here's up so, 850. Yeah, so basically yeah, here's what's going on in the market today. Yep. Everything's up. Big, big, big. Dow Jones up 800. S&P up 156. NASDAQ, Russell, Ethereum, Amazon, Tesla, Disney, NVIDIA, Apple, Meta, Google, everything up. Big, 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 big. The only thing that's down today, the only thing. What? What? Bitcoin. How weird is that? Yep. So Pat was right. Pat, yesterday we should have bought as much shit as we could. Yesterday was the day. Yeah, but when it was down. You know, I rang the bell at NASDAQ since I last saw you. Oh, saw that. wow. I, I've yeah. had a, How was that? I've had a good year. That was, was for Rumble, It was right? pretty sweet. How yeah, was that? Rumble. It, it was incredible. It was, this was about a month and a half ago. That's cool, uh, right? Went to New York, and I saw Locals, which was my tech company that I started to fight big tech. We merged with Rumble. Rumble through SPAC. It was basically the only SPAC of the year that actually did right. its thing as it was supposed to. And uh, yeah, about a month and a half ago, went there. Dang. That's sick. Rang the bell. And what was super cool about it was I used to do stand-up at a little comedy club that we started. It was underneath... TGI Friday in New York, 49th yeah. and uh, Broadway, which was right next to Lehman Brothers, which then obviously became Barclays and whatever else it is now. Uh, but I used to stand out there two hours a night, six nights a week, handing out tickets to comedy to shows when I had yeah, no freaking money. Wow. I was barking. I, I was broke. I was broke. I had a friend 
who worked in food service, who used to just deliver me giant industrial cans of tuna. That's what I lived on wow. for like 10 years. Probably going to die of mercury poisoning <laughs> one day. But you look red. But you're red. I'm on right now. But, yeah. uh, but literally two blocks away from that, I'm, I'm ringing the bell 15 years that's later. So cool. like, that's awesome. That's it, the American uh, dream. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, the, that's the no. great. You were super liberal eating that tuna at that point, no? Yeah, I, was, I was a lib. I was eating a lot of tuna. Now you by the way, talking about raw, talking about spacs, truth, social. The day he announced he's going to be announcing his presidency next week, stock went up sixty six percent in a day. Then right after Super Tuesday midterms, his stock dropped twenty eight percent. Okay, twenty two to twenty eight percent the following day. So his spac yesterday. Yeah. So yesterday. So so he check to see where it's at today. The spac. But it went 66 when he announced that he's announcing. It's Dwight. Because you know how Trump does that. He announces to announce to announce. So he's, uh, but yeah, his SPAC uh, had a good day and then it had a bad day after the turnout. So, so Tom, now that the market's up 888, what the hell is going on now? Well, you'll see these in cycles. Sometimes this is called a dead cat bounce in uh, trader parlance. So yesterday things go down and then there's a perception that things are on sale. And so now you add a lot of momentum right out of the gate making a purchase. I don't think it'll stay this 800 for the, to the end of the day. I think it's going to settle back. But this is, this is our stock market. It gets spooked one day, and then things are down enough, and then it says, hmm, I think some of these things may be, you know what? I can make a little, I can make a little play here. And people— You said, you said they said if the, the inflation is going to come at 7.9. If it comes at 7.9, they're not worried that Powell's going to overreact. They're still going to increase interest rates in December, but not dramatically. But if inflation comes 8 or higher, he may increase by a point, by one basis point. In December, and a lot of people are panicking, specifically in the real estate mm-hmm. world. Half mm-hmm. a point is, seems to be locked in right now. Well, here's breaking news from Wall Street Journal. This is 10 minutes ago. Inflation eased to 7.7% in October as underlying price increases, including ener- excluding energy and food, slowed down from four-decade high. Well, guess what? Yesterday, things were down, mm-hmm. appeared like they're on sale. Now they get confirmation that they're probably not going to get that one point. It'll be the half a point that they've already got Market priced reacts. in. Market reacts up. No. It has certainty that it's going to be a half point, not a full point, because <laughs> da, da, da. I just want you guys to know during this whole this conversation, I have nothing to, <laughs> I have nothing to add. Just know no that. And I want the viewers to know me nodding. Like, I, You're I'm amazing. acting that, like I know, Pat. It's actually listen, not true. You, you look. Do I, you yeah, look. I was going to go like this. I was going to go like this. You the know, one part of this entire show that you've 100% identify with was Dave Rubin I love doing stand-up. Oh, I mean, me, no, the doing the stand-up yeah. outside stand-up, of... And then me and Dave, okay. Dave, we actually did the same. So I'm from Yonkers, New York. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Went to L.A., stand-up, acting. Yeah. I, God bless, and I, I appreciate Pat every single day because I contacted Pat, and I'm here now, which it was... I wanted to ask this earlier just really fast, Pat. What do you, what do you think, because you said it earlier, the side that's just like diehard, the leftists, the Democrats, yeah. what, do you, what do you think there... Is it that... That side is just so hardcore, and they'll never admit fault because I'm I don't I don't really have a side day. But like when Trump says stupid stuff like that, I go I go, dude, he's messing up. I'm in nine different group chats that are all political, and I can't leave because one of them has a freaking Android. They still to this day, bro, they won't admit. I will I never hear. You know what? Biden's messing up, or this is they're just. Do you think is it they just I love think, their I party? I think the machine and the mass brainwashing is so intense that they cannot get out of it. It's that moment. So when I did Mars podcast yeah, a couple which weeks, I really ago, want to talk about. And I said 
to him, you know, he kept saying, well, Trump's an election denier. And I said, well, you know, Hillary Clinton did call I, Trump an illegitimate president. She tweeted it. It's on yep. video many times. And he was like, when? He, he never he, said he, that. He, his, his response to me was, no, that never happened. And he kind of screamed it as if I completely made it up. And yep. then once I calmly explained, no, it did happen. I didn't have Wi-Fi, so I couldn't show it at the moment. But I've subject, we've been tweeting about it. He had now, or we've been texting. He now acknowledges it's real. But what it showed me was, wow, even Bill Maher, Right. This is the gold standard for liberalism in America for 20 years. The left now hates him because he's an actual liberal. Right. Yeah. And unfortunately, I, you know, the day before the election, he's on MSNBC basically saying you have to vote Democrat. So I, yeah, I guess my I guess my my job yeah. did you not. Did I did not fully complete my job, <laughs> no. but I tried. I try. I think I tried more than probably anyone has directly mm -hmm. to his face on camera. Uh, but but that moment where he where I'm telling him what is obvious, what is, you know, the Stacey Abrams election denial, all of this stuff. And that he did not know. I think that's what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So then you tell people basic truths and it is so out of whack with what they believe because they watch MSNBC. And I mean, not that anyone's even watching it, but the, the yeah. culture, the culture stuff that leaks through to people. And that's why they've been censoring us for so long. You're right. Bro. That's why this Elon Musk thing is so massive, because I don't know if you guys noticed this, but even even I think it started this morning on Twitter. If you look at your you're verified, you're verified. If you look at your verified mentions now, because people can buy in because of blue bunch of new ones, now you don't recognize so, they're not verified. Right. So on one hand, it's kind of like, all right, maybe I don't want to see all these people. But on another hand, what is it doing? It's making it so that all of the political journalists and Daily Beast journalists, all of these yeah. people who got the blue check because they work at these places. So you somehow think, oh, they must be legit and important. Well, now they're just like everybody yeah, else. Yep. And and that hopefully will cause some of the change here where uh, the guys that you're in the group with mm -hmm. will somehow, oh. some level of reality mm -hmm. will crash into them mm -hmm. because the censorship, at least at the Twitter level, maybe is you know crumbling. Did you, did you, see, did you see the question that they asked uh, Biden yesterday about Musk? Did you see that question? Oh, yeah. Can He's you post it? Can you put yeah. it up real quick? It's wild. It's very interesting. Watch yeah. this year. Watch this year. Elon Musk is a threat to U.S. national security. And should the U.S. and with the tools you have investigate his joint acquisition of Twitter with foreign governments, which include the Saudis? Look how long this takes. <laughs> I think that Why Elon three Musk. He's thinking. Look, cooperation and or God, look, wait, wait, technical relationships with other countries uh, is worthy of being looked at. Whether or not he is doing anything inappropriate, I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting that it's worth being looked at. Um, and, uh, um, and uh, oh my God. that's Jesus. all I'll say. Like, that's, uh, what a vile statement. It's worth being looked at. I'm not saying he's doing anything, but we'll but find we're gonna something. Look. Yeah, we're going to exactly freaking that. look. We're going to keep looking. Also, he has no idea what he's talking about. His people have been the ones for the last two years. We now know it. All those docs that were leaked, that Intercept covered. We know that the government was coordinating with big tech to silence people. It is the it is the greatest mass violation of the First Amendment in the history of America. And I don't even know, did they even cover it on CNN? Nope, but that's I actually checked the day the story 
broke. It was not on CNN's front page, but you know what was? Uh, the Oath Keepers, which is some Trump-related something, yeah. the day of January 6th, uh, the insurrection, they spent $400 at Olive Garden. That was what? The, that was on the front page of CNN that day. Unbelievable. The day that they break these docks. That's well, what we're up against. They do get yeah, free right. breadsticks. No, so, I mean, so it seems like a, it's a lot of money <laughs> have a with all the breadsticks. Bread yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's my question with that, because that's, I mean, whether you're left, right, center, up, down, purple, that's not good. Like, that, you can't look at him and be like... That's my guy. And oh I'm not. God. But why would he stop? But why he, would he but, stop? But here's my point. You'd rather have Biden in office at the very least than Kamala, right? I mean, you came from California because if you're suggesting let's get rid of Biden, let's get him out of there, let's impeach him, let's use the whatever amendment to 25th, get him. 25th. Yeah. 25th. Then you get Kamala. Ugh. No, it's all bad. I don't it's want all that. Bad. It's all bad, and these people will never stop. That's what's the most disappointing. But who would you part. rather have, Biden or Kamala? Legit. I don't think it matters. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it don't matter. They're neither, neither one of them is. They have in hammers. Yeah, yeah, they have hammers. A little bit. Honestly, I mean, you don't my, want my theory, there, my right? theory on Kamala is that her speechwriters are actually working for us because some <laughs> of the, the stuff that's coming out of her mouth. You know, I, I, do, I wrote. A, yeah. I did a sketch on Value Team and Comedy where where I'm tripping out because we can't find the speech, and I'm like, it's outside the writers' room. We walk in a room, and it's Pat's kids and everybody. Going shit all over the place. But, time. Uh, yeah, time. The pss, passage of time. But I don't understand. We had this conversation the other day about Elon Musk. And I was like, what's with this hatred of Elon Musk? I know. It's crazy. I don't get it. And we checked his Q score, right? What, what were the results of that Q score? It's just, it's the media, it's the politicians, it's bureaucracy. But he, the people love Elon Musk. He's about to With enable, the exception of Dogecoin, whatever. He's enabling equal time. And yep. he is destroying one of the pillars yep. of speech control that was yep. in front of them. Yep. And they had them all lined up, meta. Let me just read a couple they things had for them all you. Set and so here's two stories. One, uh, not just job cuts. Elon Musk eliminated Twitter days of rest and work from home policies last week, yes. pushing a 24-7 work culture. If you're a Twitter employee who has a satisfying work balance life, work-life balance, you may not want to hear what the new boss has to say. Musk uh, cut close to 3,700 jobs at Twitter or half of the workforce via email last week. Musk has also removed Twitter's days of rest, monthly days off for employees to rest and recharge in its push to implement 24-7 work culture. Additionally, Bloomberg reported that Musk plans to end the company's remote work policy and ask remaining employees to work to return to office full-time. Fantastic. Now watch this next one here. After weeks of media teeth uh, 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 gnashing over Musk takeover, Twitter sees explosive user engagement. Mm -hmm. Twitter's daily user growth hit an all-time high during the first full week of Elon Musk owning the platform. According to a company document obtained by The Verge, since Musk's dramatic takeover, Twitter's mon um, uh, monetizable Daily user growth has accelerated more than 20%, while Twitter's largest market, the U.S., has grown even more quickly. Per the FAQ, Twitter has added more than 15 million, more than 15 million monetizable daily user, not bots, crossing the quarter of a billion mark since the end of second quarter when it stopped reporting financials as public as a public company. So on one end, they're bashing the guy. On the other end, it's getting more engagement than ever before. Look, the fact that he's just doing this blue thing for eight bucks 
It's like, look how many people are doing it. I don't know what the numbers are on that yet, but people wanted to yeah. give Twitter money, and Twitter had no mechanism to do it. I think Twitter is going to look completely 180 different in a year from now than it mm -hmm. looks right now. It's going to look much more like WeChat, which is a Chinese app, which there's all sorts of reasons that we shouldn't be cloning yeah. Chinese apps, but <clears throat> that you're going to be able to do much more within Twitter in terms of purchases mm -hmm. and communities and all sorts of stuff. That's obviously the route that he's going, but he has unlocked something. He has unlocked the fact that the government was in on it with the previous mm -hmm. guys and Jack Dorsey should be hauled in front of Congress again and again. I know nothing ever comes of it when they do it. Of course. But Jack Dorsey has a lot to pay for. They still have to expose what really happened with the laptop and who fully decided all of this stuff and yeah. was was a call put in by the government to Vijay Agade, who is the head of trust and safety. And they, there's so much that he can expose right now. And COVID and all hence, that. Hence and why Joe Biden is up there going, well, we'll, we'll find yeah. something. And also, yeah. don't think, don't forget one thing with, with the $8 and how he's mon trying to monetize. He's realizing he can't just rely on corporate advertisers yeah. to continue you know, yeah. operating how they have been. Because how many advertisers have already pulled out of Twitter? No, something Twitter. like 50. Has, I, this is definitely your guys' department more than mine, but has anyone ever bought a company at the premium that he bought a company at and then within two weeks fired 75% of the workforce? Like, is, that, is there any comparable to that anywhere? Is that normal? Where someone bought <laughs> yes, something at such but not, a high not price? This and, side. No, yeah. no, not at this size. Not, not at this size. It happens all the time with smaller companies. But not at bigger companies. Sam, would you agree with that? Not at this totally kind of agree. a scale. I, buying, buying something at a premium and then doing something like this, that's not usually the way it works. The way it works is, you know, it's 1995 and you buy Harley Davidson when it's really having a tough run. But it's a beautiful brand and it's got products that can be revived. Then you remove half of the people and you restructure it and then you take off again because it's Harley Davidson. That happened to Harley Davidson a couple times in cycle. But it's never a premium yeah. where you pay like this this huge premium for it and say, okay, I'm going to do this. Now, sometimes, you know, private equity will buy companies like this. And then what they'll do is they'll see they, they want in and it's a good sector with good growth and great fundamentals of the company. And they believe that that you know, a 7%, 5% layoff is going to increase the profitability of the company because they believe they're going to run it a little bit better than than the, the previous administration did. But I've never seen something that this level of premium Tom, let and me ask you a question this level of departure. Regarding that, so like if you're using the Harley-David example, I assume that they're firing because they want to restructure and just kind of like reposition the workforce. Yeah, they're At saying least, this company's not doing well for course. a reason, and I'm about to fix it, and it's Exactly, it, meaning it's not ideological at all. It's actual business. But it, I guess first impression would be Musk is firing these people. A lot of it is because ideological reasons, right? I mean, is that that's the premise that I would kind of— Obviously, there's restructuring and reformatting and business, but is some of this ideological reasons? Like we saw— what percentage of Silicon Valley and those types of companies donate to D's versus R's? I'm wondering how much of this restructuring, firing, all that is business versus ideological? I would say yes, but no. Yes, there is ideological elements here. But the other side of it, he's buying this because he thinks he can do something with it. 
you know, let, let's not forget, this is not George Soros buying a company and doing it. This is an operator, an entrepreneur. Oh, you're, you're going to make rockets go to Mars. Well, he's almost there. You know, uh, oh, oh, you're, you're going to do the same with the electric car. He's got battery technology. He's got electric cars that, that look good, that run good, that are reliable. I mean, he's pulling it off. So is he making changes that have ideological elements to it? Sure. But I think he looks inside and says, wow, there needs to be free speech. There needs to be this. This needs to be so much better. And I can make a buck on it. And these sons of bitches aren't doing it. So I'm going to get, I'm going to make a wholesale change. Mm, But I think at the core, some people see ideological, you know, you know, wholesale layoffs on that. No, I think he's looking, you knuckleheads are doing a bad job. You're doing a really bad job. And I'm going to buy this. I'm going to do a better job. I think, I think a couple times, not to cut you off. I think a couple times, like people came in like, and they're like, come in. He's like, did you ever talk shit about me? And they're like, no. And he just pulled up their tweet. (laughs) Like you talk shit, you're out. That's what I'm saying. Like you probably, you're probably right. If you talk trash about me, you're out. Okay. Number 67 out. 68. Come on in. (laughs) But also, (laughs) also try to imagine what so many of these employees were doing on the DL. Like now that, now that we have some insight and this is what he really has to expose if he wants to clean it up and then, and then move the company forward. It's like. How many of those employees were reading your DMs? Because there's no doubt that they were. 100%. There's just no doubt that they were. Mm -hmm. How many of them were making sure that, for example, in July of 2021, when I tweeted out that mandates were coming and vaccines weren't working and I got suspended on Twitter, was that either the government that did it or was it an insider or Twitter that did it? He can now figure this all out. They have logs of all of this stuff. This is not, you know, they can't paper shred all of this. So it's like if he just goes in and figures out who did what, when did they do it? And get rid of everybody. I mean, everybody there. Mm. Do not hire because of equity. Hire because of competency, and and give everybody what they want. It's it's it, he has it. In some ways, it's a very easy job because everyone wants him to succeed. Except except for I Biden like what you said there. Don't do not hire because of equity. Hire, hire because of competency. Yeah. and that's right. a major theme in America today, right? Mm-hmm. It's very bizarre. I don't hire people based on the color of their skin. I like what he said y- uh, yesterday. He says, please note that Twitter will do lots of dumb things in coming months. We will keep that what works and change what doesn't. So he's testing right yeah. now. Here's what we're yeah. trying. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And people are uh, uh, adjusting to it, and he's going to constantly figure out a way to make it better. Dorsey yesterday uh, apologize. Did you see the Dorsey apology yesterday? Oh. Dorsey, did you read the Dorsey's yeah, apology? What did you think about it, that? It rings very hollow to me. Yeah. You, you, when you had a chance, dude, you did everything wrong. Then you step away. Also, the Dorsey thing, and I've chatted with him privately a couple of times, the, the, the Dorsey thing seems very odd to me because you guys all know how hard it is to run one company. Mm-hmm. So now you're running Twitter, like the most public company in the history of the world where everything is happening. And he was also running, what was the other company he was the CEO of? Stripe? Not Square. Stripe or Square. 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 Oh, it's like, Dorsey how is that even possible? And yeah. then, and then you know, he goes in front of Congress and he lies. Do you shadow ban? No. And it's like, come on, man. But they know that nothing ever happens with these things. So, you know, he's just trying to get back in. I don't blame him for what he's doing. He's trying to figure out a way to wiggle himself back in. And that, that's what any of us would do, right? You know, if you did everything wrong all the way. Well, Dorsey must look at Elon after, you know, Dorsey's running two companies. Look at Elon. He's running Tesla and SpaceX and Neuralink and uh, what's the satellite company? company? He's got the boring company, Starlink. And now it's Tesla. It's like this guy might be an alien. He's an alien, Adam. I agree. I know he bangs aliens. I I like what he's doing. I like what he's doing. Dave, did you see about a week and a half ago where he actually he actually uh, tweeted a, a two images from emails between the two executives? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so he's putting it out there. So, so it's like, okay, I'll tell you what. For all you guys who want to be yelling about this, here you go. Here. 
because he walked in and he said, you know what, can you pull the executive emails here and here for the guys I just let go? Don't touch them. Just pull them out there. I want to see this dialogue. Oh, this is very interesting. And so he showed America. He showed us this. And I think that's uh, that's a sign of what he's saying. It is also kind of funny that a guy who's literally sending us to Mars decides to get into this fight of all fights, which is the most painstaking, you know, just the craziest cultural fight you could possibly ever get in. Mm-hmm. And then he fires these guys. And now, you know, the, the lawsuits are going to be endless, right? Because he's trying to stop their golden parachutes because he's firing them for incompetency. They're going to obviously claim that they were not like he's just opened himself up to everything. This guy who could literally yeah. leave Earth have no problem that any of us could ever imagine. And he loves it. Yeah, and he, he loves, loves it. it. No, so, Pat, what do you think is his actual motivation? Because Prior to Twitter, I don't think he was a big First Amendment free speech guy. Like, that wasn't his fight whatsoever. It was, you know, Star Trek vibes, third dimension, another world, let's go to space, all that. Now, what do you think his motivation is? I don't think that it wasn't his MO pre COVID. I just think it wasn't as bizarre as it got during mm-hmm. COVID. It's like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. And he says, look, I'm going to buy one of these companies. You know, I'm going to buy uh, Twitter. You know, of course, we'd love for him to buy Facebook and some of these other guys. I don't think he can go raise that kind of money yet uh, and deval- unless if the valuation goes lower. But I think he has one other play he's got to do. I really think he's got one other play he's got to do. What, a major newspaper? And he's got to finalize CNN $6 billion. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Go buy CNN $6 billion. You scared the shit out of everybody there. Wow. If he bought, so now what happens is now he owns one of the virtual governments, which is Twitter. Mm-hmm. And if he goes buys. One of the mainstream, the ultimate mainstream fake news, you know, mm-hmm. he buys CNN. Do you realize this is the one way to actually get these people to go to Canada? <laughs> this, this would be 100%. the ultimate way yeah. to get people to say, you know what? I'm finally doing it. I'm That's leaving. It. That's it. Send them to Canada. Well, but Canada go to Justin fine. Trudeau, who's going on trans shows. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, by the way, they don't just let you into Canada. It's not as easy as it is coming here. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, you're going to vote for Trudeau, maybe. This clown. I used to do stand-up Has with him. he ever actually expressed interest in buying CNN or a mainstream legacy media outlet? Has he know. ever said anything said about that. that? I don't know if he said that, but I think Elon, if Elon bought CNN, matter of fact, I'm a Twitter while we're talking right now. Hey, listen, Elon Bot. What are you up to tonight? Who's, I should go buy CNN, buddy. Who's this guy, Dave? I'll just tweet out rumor. I heard Elon <laughs> is buying <laughs> CNN. It's like, the, it's like the Larry Ellison tweet. Hey, um, I'm going to buy Twitter. You know, do you want in? Did you see that tweet? I didn't see that and, one. And he, well, he, it was a DM back and forth, and Ellison says, sure. And he said, um, how much would you be in? And Ellison responds, a billion. <laughs> and he it's. I just found. I found <laughs> yeah. that really, really it's, funny. It's really like, low him. But, but yeah. Dave, off of what you said, what yeah. a out of left field, what a random thing. But what a beautiful thing for a person to have. Because he could have jumped on any movement, any company. He didn't like this. Something must have really hit him where he's like, I'm going to spend all this money. I'm going to change. I'm going to make a profit at some point. But I want the truth to be able to be said. Well, to Patrick's point, that's what's so cool about post-COVID is that it woke up so many people to some level of reality, some level of red-pilling. Elon, this is obviously not the direction he was going to go in as he's building rockets, right, and and doing everything he's doing with Tesla and literally underground tunnels and all of this stuff. But then something happened along the way where he was like, you know what? Enough's enough. Well, it, it's that line from Homer Simpson. I'm a guy like me. Like, someone has to do it. I'm a guy like me. I, be, yeah, I guess I'm I better do like it. Me. Great, you know? well, great like, quote. The, the tipping yeah. point, I mean, obviously don't know his mindset. The tipping point was when he was like, all right, I got to move Tesla. I got to yeah. move to Texas. Oh, maybe that's yeah. it. And he moved to Texas. It's a shame he didn't move here. I know. Yeah. Yeah, the well, truck you remember there. what but, the tipping point was for Twitter, right? Was it was that? the Babylon B ban. 
Remember, no. the Babylon Bee got banned. Of all places, Dylan, the yeah. Bee got banned. And Elon Musk said, you know what? I think I'm going to go by Twitter. This is ridiculous. This yeah. is it's actually true. What was beautiful about that, too, was it was played out in real life. I mean, he was on the Babylon Bee podcast yeah. either that day or the next or like day. A, like, he obvi- that right wasn't planned. There. They weren't planning on getting banned. He then saw a problem, and then he just shows up at their offices. I, I've been there. I mean, they've got very rinky-dink. This is not a fancy operation. And he just starts talking. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, other people kind of believe the same things I believe and are, are sick of the lies. And here we are, you know, eight months later, and the guy owns the freaking Well, land. Don't forget, and, and by the way, this is ridiculous, whatever this guy is. I'm going to go back and see if you ever Dave lied about his, it. Yeah. Yeah. I used to do stand up with him. Such a hack. Such oh, God, a hack. really? Yeah, the Don't worst. forget, Elon Musk is from South Africa. So he grew up with apartheid. He understood. He's an African-American. What, exactly. Right. Exactly. That's, but um, bump. It's a, Thank you. I yeah. came up with that just, just then. First the time. Speed, it was amazing. Here. Exactly. <laughs> but so like in his core DNA, obviously, you know, he's dreaming space and all that. In his core DNA, he knows what injustice really looks like. What it really looks like. Yeah. And obviously, Nelson Mandela, I'm assuming, had a massive influence on him. And you just, you, I'm just speculating here, but after being raised in South Africa, apartheid, you must have some sort of like, this is what injustice is. This is what freedom is. This is what's right. This is what's wrong. And everything that happened during COVID must have triggered everything he learned when he was a kid. Because that's well, that, not what he stood for for the I last I think that's also why it's years. cool that the, the billionaire class seems to be getting involved in the game. You know, it's like, it's very easy. People are always like, ah, you know, when you have FU money, you'll do all these things. And then no one ever does it. Because then you've got all these companies and all these properties and all these people that you're in charge of and no one ever does it. But the fact that Teal went out on the line to support Carrie and Blake and he got JD in and we'll see what happens with the other ones. Uh, but he's out there doing it now. Elon, I mean, they were the guys that created PayPal together. Uh, David Sachs, who was the CFO of PayPal, who's probably worth hundreds of millions. He's advising Elon now over there. So like there's a group of people that suddenly realized, Hey, we have everything, but we still have something to lose. And they're in it. They're in and they're trying to fix it now. And we need we need them. That's the, that's the bizarre thing. The billionaire class is always painted as evil. But thankfully, they're getting involved now. So do you think we were having this conversation yesterday about Citizens United and, you know, big money in politics? So are you in favor of politicians being able to lobbyists and big money getting in? Because for every Peter Thiel, there's a George Soros. For every yeah. George Soros, there's a Koch brother. And like. So it kind of goes down the slippery ra- slope. Yeah, it is a slippery slope. I'd rather have that level of competition just exist and you just figure out better ways to get the message across than just limiting what people can actually do. But you could argue it either way, I think. Yeah. But but by the way, to, to everybody, there's a competition. Who's the competition to Musk on the left? Is it Bezos? Do you yeah. put Bezos yeah. as well, a direct competitor? Somehow, yes. somehow nobody has a problem with Bezos owning the Washington Post right. and putting out that garbage all day long, yep. right? Nobody has a problem with that. The same people who are freaking out over Elon now. Yeah, and it's, it's, is WAPO free? No, you're paying no. Yeah, and you're on a monthly basis. Yeah, yeah, so, and, and Twitter offers a lot more than a lot of these other guys. By the way, are you following the, the story of Adidas with Yeezy and uh, uh, who owns the design, who owns all of it? Adidas to sell shoes. Based on Yeezy Designs, following break with Kanye, Adidas said it would start selling shoes based on his designs in a bid to rebound after scrapping the lucrative partnership with musician and designer Kanye West. And that spawned one of the company's most successful product lines. Finance chief Harm Olheimer said the sporting goods giant was a sole owner of all the rights to the existing products except for the Yeezy name. So the only thing Kanye owns is the name. 
and that the company intended to make use of those rights as early as end of next year. He said, we own all the IP, we own all the designs, we own all the versions, the new colorways, so it's our IP, it's our product. We believe there are interesting things coming to fruition in 2023. That's where we're working through. So what do they do? Here's an idea. Do you think Adidas takes the design and goes and calls, I don't know, uh, a you know you only have like ten people to do Travis Scott. Do they call a Jay Z? Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Do they call guys like that and say, "Hey, we want to call it something else since we own all this design, since our consu- you know the buyers, customers love it. Mm-hmm. Let's choose your own name of Easy, add to it, or are they just gonna name it an Adidas brand uh, and people gonna buy it? And at the same time, what is Kanye gonna do leaving? He can only use the name. But the IP and the shoes designs is not going to be with them. What do you think is going to end up happening here? Well, let's start, Pat. Just ask you a question. I mean, you're a person of influence. Um, you're 50 Cent now. Okay. Hey, um, question for you. How would you like to be the face of the sneaker brand? 50 Cent. So you're going to take all the Yeezy stuff that everybody knows is Kanye. And because he's gone, you're just going to put, like, my brand on it? Uh, I don't know if I'm into that. I, I just can't see... Personally, and I'm projecting there a little like Miss Cleo here reading minds, but I can't see a real powerful brand person yeah. wanting to feel like they were the second choice or the second here. I just don't see that. I see I see it's probably going to be internal branding, making internal branding and run like that because I don't know how I don't know how you convince somebody that's going to have enough magnetism with a buying public to basically be the replacement. I actually fully agree with you. And what? by the way, when I think of hip hop, I think of Tom the Business. Hundred percent. All day. When I think of gangster rap, but, but I, would, I actually agree your with best you. Best friend I, Harry. Has <laughs> You're quoting a 1980s uh, MC Light over there. Whoever Young MC. Young MC. But this this brand is He's so associated now. with Yeezy that I don't see another rapper. No. Fifty Cent, Travis Scott, Jay Z, whatever, Amigos, whatever you want to do. They're not just gonna be like, "Yep, fuck on, yeah, I got this thing." Now. Nah. It's not gonna work. What about Kim Kardashian? I'm a, I'm a, I, I wear Yeezys on a daily basis, yeah. like literally daily. I, I, do you I'm wear a, them? Because I was just gonna ask. Oh, I was yeah. gonna ask you he to pull them up. He started wearing them. These since are the, he started made the anti-Semitic. Dave, please say this because I'm with you. Oh, I know what you're gonna These say. These are the freaking ugliest, most obtrusive, ridiculous shoes I have ever seen. Worn them? I haven't worn them. I get it. Okay, maybe, maybe fine, but. Wait, that, that one there, that third no, one mine, from the mine top? No, mine is a black with the red. I saw a guy yeah. wearing that in Target no, no, a couple no, not weeks those, ago. Not those. No, those no, no, but I saw a guy wearing that in Target. <laughs> no, 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 I get that. But no, but How go, much are those? Those are, are like those? beach sandals, though, those, Dave. Those no, aren't real. No, no, no. It's go like, back, Tyler. Go back real quick. It's like Crocs Show the real Yeezys balls. that people wear. No, the, go ahead, the no, yeah, Okay, so go back one more slide. The, the first one you had originally. Oh, Google. Yeah, what's like the classic Yeezy? You see the black and red? Yeah. Right on the bottom, Tyler. In the middle of the two white ones right there. No, no, to the right. Right, 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 right there. there. How much well, are those? How I, much I, are those? I paid four or five hundred bucks for them. Jeez, I, but but That's I understand they're comfortable, but I, I see them on people's feet. And yeah, I just don't they, get it. Yeah, they look ridiculous. No, these I, those I, don't look too bad. Yeah, but that's a cool looking shoe. It like, is a cool looking it's well. that. That's. I like, got the one, the bottom one on the green. If you hit that one, one, that's what I rock, bro. I don't know what. Pat, have you ever put those on, Pat? No, I have not. But he, he, here's a question. <laughs> uh, this, this is not me. I couldn't wear stuff. Yeah, like this. yeah, me neither. But but I t- like what I'm wearing right now on cloud. I could wear that for the rest of my life. I feel amazing on yeah. cloud. To me, is the most comfortable shoes. In the world, tennis shoes I wear. I feel like I have nothing on. I, actually, I don't have on cloud on right now. Shit. <laughs> what do you have? 
The man cannot lie. What do you got? Oh, Look no, at no, him. no, no, no. I don't have today. I got Kobe's on. Oh, you got Kobe's on, on baby. Yeah. Let's this go. Is, Eatman's gave me this during those that are, time. I got Kobe's on those today. Those are sick. But this, as much as I love these shoes, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, they're basketball. <laughs> they're for basketball. But I tell you, here's a part, though. Here's a part, though. Um, Adidas underestimated how much they were going to lose. They lost yeah. more than they people underestimated. Are not, people so, are not as woke as they thought they were going to be. And, and by the way, I don't buy Adidas tennis shoes. I think people who bought Adidas tennis shoes, many of them, it brought an audience that they didn't have before. 100%. Okay, Nike ha- does have an audience that they have. Don't get me wrong. I think Steph Curry's with Adidas or some, some players, some people are with Adidas, but it's not the same. So who's more likely to succeed here? Here's a question for you. Easy. Is it, is it more likely for Kanye to take the name elsewhere and be able to create momentum. Maybe it'll take him a year, two years, three years to do that. Or is Adidas more likely to use that design to get back to the numbers they were easy. doing? Who's more likely? Easy. What do you think? I think easy. Well, do we know what the numbers are in terms of what they put Quarter into of a billion, it? In terms of what they put into it and, and what they got back out of it, not just how much they were paying it's him. It's one all. of the most successful. We can pull up the yeah. numbers if you want to pull it up. It's Trying one of the most successful it. selling. Uh, that seems uh, crazy to me. Where are these people wearing these shoes? Here's what I'll say about Everywhere, Kanye. Everybody wears them, Dave. Yeah, everybody no, wears them. The, people, <sighs> listen, the, guess in Cali. You know, you, don't forget <laughs> exactly. Don't forget where you came from. People, why do people listen to Kanye? Why? I don't. But just. But the, why do why do you listen to Kanye? Because of. His music. No, 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 you're wrong. Ideology is. You're wrong. Cares you know, you know that I actually no. do not listen to Kanye at all. I do not like his music. I like that he but has you're balls. One of the few Americans that li- well, you listen to Mexican trap music. So I understand that, but so when it's I'm not like to, you listen to hip hop. I know, but what I'm trying to get to tell you is, I I started following Kanye about my Yeezys after I saw what he stood up for. And by the way, I'm not the only one. My my wife is not a tennis shoe. Pat knows she's not a tennis shoe type of girl. She's a high heel, and and I bought her used, and she loves them. She wears them all the time because of what he stands for. Well, Wait, some I, of us will stand, will buy. Ricky, because you're we, the exception. No, not I'm not. The the, rule. I don't understand why you think there's so little of us in this world. I'm just saying that that Kanye. Who's how about this? Let's just keep it simple. Who's Kanye's base? Who is it? I, I, what do you mean his base? Like if there's a, like Trump has a base. It's yeah. MAGA. Clearly, it's yeah. It's his right? rap fans. Okay, exactly. So you're not. You're an exception. You're not the rule. That's his base. I, I 100% agree. So with you. his base is hip hop, rap, that community. Right. Okay. That's why they're listening to Kanye. They don't want to hear his gospel music. They're not trying to hear his ideology. They want to hear his music. And there's a whole famous saying like, we want the old Kanye. We want the old Kanye. Because they want the old fucking Kanye who made hits and not just does racist, anti-Semitic remarks. That's not why people are tuning into Kanye. You might be more in tune with that, but that's not his base. Are you saying that? Are you saying he's making racist, anti-Semitic remarks? Or are you saying that people are saying that? No, I am saying he's making Which anti-Semitic one? remarks. Which one? I mean, roll the tape, Hoss. What do you mean? There's 10,000 Okay, well, sh- name one. The Jews did this. The Jews did this. The Jews did this. They're controlling Hollywood? The ones, yes. they control, is that a lie? Certain Jews. Is that a lie? Are they the only people that control Hollywood? I'm not Hollywood? saying that. My question is, it is, li- is it a lie? How about this? All Mexicans do this. All Mexicans he's are racist. He's not saying yeah, all Mexicans. He's but, no, Mexicans. But he's saying all Jews do this. Who runs the most drugs in the world? Mexicans do. Is that a, is that a, but, is that a but, bad statement? Is that a wrong statement? Anytime you say all Jews. He didn't say all so Jews. The, he's never said all. I listened to him. No, he did. Yeah, he, he did. The tweet, bro. he said, I'm going death con three on the Jews. On the. Not all. It's a very no, different thing, bro. No, Ricky, you're gonna lose. If you're this gonna see it, for, here, no, no. The thing is, again, it's if like you want to like, call out individual. Did you see the conversation he had with Lex Friedman? Yes, of course, you did. Yes. So, did it resonate at all with you? 
Bro, like I said, I, do you, I just, do you think I, it's I'm more not, appropriate to call out individuals who did you wrong or groups of people? No, 100%, individuals 100%, 100% or groups? 100% individuals. 100%. Okay, so then you're proving my point. Whether it's Mexicans or Jews or Muslims or Asians, like anytime you go after groups okay, of people, I'll, I'll give you an example. that's a problem. In, 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 in when we buy our jewelry, Hispanics, we say we buy it from the Armenians or we buy mm-hmm. it from the... Uh, the 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 Armenians or what's other uh, 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 Orthodox Jews probably or the Jews yeah and we're not saying oh I bought it from John Joseph the jeweler we're saying we bought it from the Jews we bought it from the Armenians it's just a way of saying no something. you bought it from that Jewish guy who no sells that's jewelry. not how we say it uh, who do you buy all Jews so, so we say, when we have this conversation like they not say all Jews I understand run that but we say when you have the conversation who are you like like uh, okay in LA like you say like you ask the the the, the, the African American gang say who you buy your drugs from the Mexicans. Why do they say the gangbanger, gangbanger Mexicans? That's not what they're saying. It's just a way of saying something. And you're not. That doesn't mean it's the whole group. That's just a, so. Again, when I, who you, who, oh, I buy it from the Armenians downtown LA. That's just a way of saying something. It's just language, bro. Fair it's enough. not that big of a deal. But there is a difference between Hector, who's buying drugs off the Mexicans, and that one guy, versus Kanye, who has a massive voice and what he's saying and what he's spewing. So, by the way, I get I, what you're saying. By the I'm way, not, I'm not denying. Kanye, talk your shit. I do not, not agree that he should be silenced. I'm not. But if brands want to drop him, Balenciaga, Adidas, whoever, that's their choice. I'm not denying what you're saying, bro. What I'm just telling you is, don't look. You're looking too much into that because that's just what we say. That's just how you speak. That's that. That's just language. You're not gonna sit there and let me make a list of all the fucking people I'm gonna. I'm talking about. That's not how this works, bro. Who you? Who you? Fuck, I fuck with the Mexicans. I fuck with the blacks. That's just the way of you talk. That's the way we talk. That's just the way. That's lingo. That's American lingo. You don't got to get all crazy about that shit. It's crazy. You know what I mean? So my, my question still hasn't been answered. So who do you think's gonna be? Who do you think's gonna have more likelihood I, of? I, I think Kanye. Uh, Pat, I think Kanye because like this is how America works. He for that one week, everybody was like Kanye. Oh my God, he's in. Give him six months. He'll be right back. But Americans forget and forgive. Some no. other shit will come up. They'll forget about it. He'll 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 get what I mean. He walks. He's, he's still on. He's still on Twitter and Instagram. He's right? still it's up not there. Like he's, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, which he should be. I do not think he should be silenced. Yeah. And I'm Jewish. Yeah. And he's can saying death can, you, can I tell you, you a great story about Kanye? So uh, I, I've only met him once, and it was an accidental meeting. I, so when I lived in L.A., I was in Encino, and I was going to Equinox one morning, and, and he used to go there. I'd see him from a distance every now and again. But there were a lot of guys. There were a lot of ex-athletes. I used to see Kenny Smith there all the time and uh, Kevin Hart. It was all like comedians, athletes, whatever. And uh, one morning, I, I cannot function without coffee, which is why I walked in here with the coffee, because I got here late, and I, I, I don't have coffee in the morning. I cannot mm-hmm. think straight. I would look at you and not know your name. Like, that's <laughs> the level that is just not right without coffee. Anyway, somehow I ended up at the gym. I was with a friend, and I end up, and I didn't have coffee, and I'm walking in. And you know when you have headphones in, when you have earbuds in, you're talking louder than you think yeah. that you're yeah. talking? Yeah. So I see Kevin Hart standing there, and I see Kanye. They're a few feet away from each other, and they've got like all their, their guys. And I'm not a Kanye. I don't. I'm not a rap guy. Like he didn't. You know. Now everyone knows who he is or whatever. But I loudly turned to my friend, not realizing how oh, loudly I was saying it. And I look. I'm looking at Kanye. I'm like probably you know five <laughs> feet away from Kanye. And I turn to my friend. And I'm like, isn't that what's his name? And I point <laughs> at, at Kanye. Me. I swear to God. And he looked at me. You know, he does that thing with his mouth. He looked at me like he was about to freaking kill me. <laughs> and I just, I just kept moving. And I walked you didn't right. Interact up, at I all? walked right upstairs. That was okay. it. But he gave me the stare of death. But That's as because so I, I honestly couldn't remember who it was. Like it could have been P Diddy. It could have been Kanye. <laughs> it been, like 
It's, it's, a, David, it's a David or just another black guy. So, yeah. I, I know. I knew he was someone. Yeah. But in in that moment, not coffee, I couldn't remember. Like, you blaming it on the not so coffee day. Like, yeah, no, well, I knew he was someone. You must have a very unique perspective on what's going on with Kanye right now because obviously you're a pro, you know, free speech guy. Yeah. You're more of a conservative I, uh, Well, I would now. agree with what you're you said. You're also Jewish. I would agree with what you said. He, he can say whatever he wants. I don't want anyone jailed because of speech or anything like that. But every company has their right to break ties with him if that's what they see yeah, is best. Now, America. They, they also may realize in the long term it isn't. You know, the best example of this to me would be what happened with Roseanne Barr during when she said that, uh, what was her name? Uh, she said she was she looked like a monkey and that's what got yeah. her oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, Roseanne Barr, we, we were friendly for a while. She, the, the idea that she's racist is insane, like mm-hmm, that yeah. this woman has any hatred in her heart or whatever. Okay. Uh, but putting that aside, even she had the number one show on television. Remember, they had rebooted, remixed the they Roseanne. Had rebooted yeah. Roseanne, the Connors. It was the number one show on television. It was an offhand remark that she meant nothing by, and they took her out. I, even though I was friendly with her, I tweeted out. I said, "Look, she's entitled to say what she wants, and ABC is entitled to continue that relationship or not." I think it was a bad move by ABC. It doesn't help with any healing. It makes people hate more and all that stuff. But that's exactly the situation we're in right now. It, it just is. And it's better than the alternative. What's the alternative? That people can just say stuff and everyone's locked into maintaining relationships with everybody? You, you want choice. But, yeah. Hang on. Where does that line get drawn? Because, all right, so you have Kanye, right? Uh, Balenciaga cuts ties. Adidas cuts ties. CAA cuts ties. Everybody cuts ties. Fine. Those are his sponsors, right? But now Chase has booted him out. Yeah, they said the take all your money. Or look at Andrew Goldman. Tate. Right. And yeah. they, Andrew Tate lost Stripe, Uber, Discord, uh, PayPal, every every way to get money or to make money is so the gone. So ba- the banking layer, I think, is a different situation, and there should be some kind of common carrier stuff there. And this is where my libertarian part of me kind of gets to the end of the road. Because, you know, look, Alex Jones, you may not like Alex Jones, but I think we would all agree he's entitled to have a telephone, right? Yeah. That he should be able to make a call and the government shouldn't listen and he can be a bad dude on a telephone. So no one's for AT&T stopping <laughs> Alex Jones from being on there. And I would say banks have to be somewhat similar to that. This is probably where crypto ultimately is the answer, despite, uh, you know, a couple yeah, of bad days over here. And I guess Ky- Kyrie Irving posted something that yeah. had some type of connotation with, you know, yeah. anti-Semitic stuff. But they had, they, they like, he had to go to, like, five different rehabilitation meetings. No, and so all- that, that kind of mafia stuff, like, you got to apologize to the ADL and all that, yeah, none yeah. of that does anything. It doesn't make anyone less anti-Semitic. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't lower the temperature. It makes everything look ridiculous. Oh, I gave $500,000 yeah, exactly. to the ADL. You know, like, none of that stuff works. I think you, you the way things work is you talk to people, exactly. you explain why these ideas are, are noxious and, and historically bad and all those things. But the, the bank layer, I think, is the is the key one here, right? Like, that's honestly, if any of us were all going into business together, that's the thing that you do. Be, and that's a massive risk. Like, By the way, I don't know. Yeah. You, you mentioned Andrew Tate. Jake Paul just posted this today. If you want to play this, this should be interesting. So apparently him and Jake Paul faced off. I mean, that looks serious. Who's that guy in the middle? He's going to do nothing to break this up. <laughs> that looks like Anyways, me. That looks like me and Vlasis. in the middle. <laughs> if, if there is a fight that people would watch, they would watch this. You know what fight is going on this weekend? It's going to be uh, oh, Dustin Poitier against Michael uh, Chandler. Oh. This is the fight. Oh, my God. But by the way, I thought it would be more Logan Paul than Jake Paul. Yeah, I think that's the fight people want along. to see. They actually yes. have beef. This feels staged to me. But I, and I, but I, I think, think Jake Paul uh, – sorry, I think Logan Paul and Tate – Genuinely have beef. This feels like a little concocted. Would you agree? But where, where is it though? Where would this be? 
Is Dubai. this in Miami? Is this no, no, in no, Europe? No. I don't is think this he's in the states whatsoever, Tate? It's, it'd probably be in Dubai. I got to be honest, I'm not an MMA guy. I know everybody that has a podcast legally, you have to be an MMA guy. You have to talk about it all the time. Yeah. Like, you give me, like, Jake the Snake Roberts versus Andre the Giant, I'm very happy. You're in. You're in. You know? <laughs> but Jake Paul, eh, I You can know. tell you grew up with 80s wrestling. Yeah, exactly. By the way, who wins that fight? Tate versus not, Jake Paul? Not Tate. Not, not Tate. Have you seen Tate box? He's not good. Dude, it's, he's a kickboxer. Yeah, There's a, he's slow. slow. And here's his my, feet listen, don't move. And here's my thing he's, with all these Pauls. And he's not. He How are you going to root against the top G, bro? I, How are you going to do that? I respect well, the What's the age difference here? It's yeah. like it's like everybody was so excited when Anderson Silva got beat. I said, Anderson Silva's 48 he's years old. Hey, he's Tom Brady How beat Patrick Andrew Mahomes Tate? in the Super Bowl, yeah, buddy. This is a fight. That's a football game, not a boxing match. It's not like Tate's some old, washed-up guy. I think he's 36 years old. 36 yeah, Listen, right. I respect the hustle, but the 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 craft of box, bro. These to me are jokes. Like you just said, he beat up and yo, Silva's fifty years old, bro. You're in your twenty, like yeah. you're and a he's young an MMA guy. fighter, not bro, a boxer. How about this? You know what I would pay, and I would not illegally stream. And yeah, I'm saying it. I, if he fights, if one of these guys fights a real MMA guy. Fight a real like fight a Mike, Michael yeah. Mike Chandler. No, fight a Mike, real boxer. Or fight a boxer. Fight, fight a real anybody boxer. that's a legitimate at, boxer. By the way, at this point in their careers, Tate and Paul, who is more hated across Paul. the world? Paul. You Paul. think Paul? I yeah. think Paul. Paul. Yeah. You yeah. think Paul is more hated? Yep. I mean, I'm on people, team Tate. Bro, people love Tate. I'm on team people Tate. People love Tate. I like yeah. Tate. He's a Jew. I love Tate. He's a Tate. Hey, by the Jay. way, shout out to uh, Kane Velasquez. He just got bailed out yesterday. Million Did he really? Dollar, yes. Million oh, dollar wow. bond. That, what, 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 they were not that? wanting to let him bail. They were not wanting him to bail out, and he bailed out. A million well, dollar cause, bond cause he, after he, eight months. So he he went after the guy that either molested or did something to, to his niece to or his nephew. Niece or somebody, or, yeah. And then he accidentally shot the driver of the car that had the yeah. guy. Did the yeah. guy die? No, he didn't. Oh, die. then then dude, yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. He got out. He got out last night. So shout out to Kane Velasquez. Good friend. By the way, shout out to Vinny. This is the first time I've heard him acknowledge he was willing to pay for a fight. He steals everything. Adam. So he's from New York. He's in New York. I'm from New York. What am I? What am I doing over here? Tate, Tate, Tate is in Dubai. That was not in Miami. Just yeah. that was no. in Dubai. That's, not in Dubai. That's hey, where that's the fight would be. Yeah. Uh, Ty. Hey, look, before we wrap up here, sign off. Just remember about the VPN we discussed earlier here uh, uh, that we discussed. So if you are wanting to take advantage of it, have a hundred and seven percent increase from last year. So start protecting yourself right now. PIA is having a massive Black Friday sale for our customers exclusively, eighty three percent off. With four months for free, it's only $2.03 a month. Go to www.piavpn.com forward slash PBD, piavpn.com forward slash PBD to take advantage of this discount. Dave, thanks for coming up, man. This was fantastic as usual. Yeah. It was yeah. great. <laughs> yes. That crazy <laughs> hurricane. Tragic. What's, what do you have on your agenda right now? Like, what's going on? Uh, well, my show's normally at 11 a.m., so we're going at 2 p.m. today. And uh, then I got some pre-tape stuff, and uh, oh, maybe I'll shoot some hoops tonight. I'm playing again. It's very exciting after I go. Oh, being, what are we going to ball, buddy? What are we balling? All right, we're going to ball. We're going to ball. Are you, are you, I mean, are you going, like, hardcore? Like, yeah, I, I wear three freaking braces. Oh, okay, yeah, smart. Be smart. Yeah. One question. And I'm playing, I'm playing with a bunch of guys. I know you got to rap. I'm playing with a bunch of guys that it's all middle-aged, so every week someone's dead by the end. This weekend. Yeah. Well, you know, no autopsy, no foul. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Anyways, hey, have a great weekend, guys. Before you wrap up, I'm sorry. What's that? This weekend, tomorrow, is Veterans Day. Thanks. So I'm doing a special show today, saluting the veterans and tomorrow on Sazcast. Who you got on? Later today. A couple veterans. Okay. One sex expert who used to be a veteran, so we'll keep it sexy with the veterans. But, you know. (laughs) 
Thank you for your service. My man, I mean, yes. This is you. This yes. is you. you guys and Vinny, too. You know what I'm hey, you forgot about uh, me over I here. just give you a shout-out that you're not stealing and me. Don't, okay, and listen, Ricky was a veteran, so yeah. Ricky's also Vet- a different, in a different, different kind of, of veteran. <laughs> shout-out to the veterans out yeah. there. We appreciate different, you. Different kind of Take care, everybody. Have a great weekend. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you, guys.